Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Welcome new listeners to the Todd Glass Show. Before we get going, here's some stuff you should know. To tell if it's a bit or the truth from Todd If he says potato salad or swear to God Those expressions are comedic, little darling If Todd means the truth, he always says to George Carlin And on the topic of bits, let's erase any doubt Todd's almost always joking when he says edit it out The intro goes long, cause Todd's so big-hearted Other podcasts in before his Recorded on a phone, but don't worry. The audio of the show is at a higher quality. You know the podcasters association voted the Todd Glass Show with number one. So welcome to the show. Hey, hey, Kevin. Remember you wrote me an email about your friend Tyler? Well, we were all thinking about you yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, what's new? Hey, by the way, I'm sitting here with Eric Olson. Hello. Doing the show into the phone. Well, we actually have some microphones today, but they're not plugged in. Well, we want to feel more professional. Caitlin, we give you some words of encouragement on part two of the Todd Glass Show today. Of course we didn't forget about you. So I want to clarify one thing, and then we're going to throw to the show. Actually, me and Eric are starting in about a half an hour. We're going to do a, um issue-related show. That's what we're going to call those right now, issue-related shows, you know? They're called the IRS, baby. <laughs> mm. 
might need a better name. We might that. we might need a better we'll name than that. It. We'll spell issue wrong. We'll call it the ERS. All righty. By the way, you know I know the one times multiplication tables up to a million. <laughs> hey right, let's. Why am I whispering? Like there's something wrong. So. Uh, to George Carlin, I have never been more... I, I'm, to George Carlin, I'm being serious. I... We talk about it later in the show. And we talk about Trump using the word... Hey, I get it. I just want you to know I'm with you. I know for some people... And you, and you are somewhat right to even talk about Trump. It's like, enough. You don't have to debate it anymore. It's not... It's not but you do... Sometimes, especially if you find out your friend's voting for him, it's hard to not debate it. But I get it. You are right if you're out there going, it's not, it's, it's, it's not even up for you, – you debate someone when they moat, when there's a chance that maybe they're worthy of debating. But, like, what are you debating it for? It's not even – but it, it's, 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 it's in our fiber right now, and especially when you find out someone's voting for him. That's why I'm debating it. Not because I'm trying to break down one of his policies and prove that that – no, I'm with you if you're thinking that. Fuck that. It's way past that. Debating it gives it legitimacy. I get it. So isn't that what I'm doing? Not – I don't think in this one specific area. I had a friend that I found out was voting for him. That friend is gay, and I – like I said, if you're gay or you're black or you're a woman – and you know what it's like to be judged on something else other than the content of your character. And by the way, we're going to get more into this on our issue-related show today. But I happened to stumble upon it on the regular show. And I didn't even think it was worth moving anything. No debate. If I, if I would hope, if I was a journalist, that I would turn down an interview with Donald Trump if he referenced a black person running as Kunta Kinte. And the reason we came up with that, it wouldn't go anymore. You wouldn't go, oh, that's wrong, but I guess we'll do the interview. No, if somebody, I hope in 2016 we can say things. I get it. I get it. He can ask for his papers. He can ask for his college. You can do all that disguised under, but you know you can't call him Kunta Kinte. So in the show today, I was trying to say that calling Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas is like using the N-word, or it's like using kike, or faggot. And I, I, I have a little bit of a change, so when we stumble upon it, it will really help for you to know what I'm about to say. Oh, by the way, it's still not good, but I think it's clearer. And it is... Calling her Pocahontas is like calling a black person Kunta Kinte. Can you imagine in real life? Because you know what's happened. Somebody's dating somebody and the dad or the mom, oh, is Kunta Kinte coming over? Or what? a gay person, Liberace. Exactly. Exactly. Great point. So I don't think... Look, all hateful words are hateful, and John Mulaney said it today on the show, but some pack more of a punch. I'm not going to say that, like, the N-word, and I'm using the N-word today because I just don't want to use the other word. I, I, you have a right to when you're discussing it properly, but, you know, may, maybe there are other words. Some are a little more hateful. Some are a little more the knife turns a little more. And I thought maybe comparing him saying Pocahontas to kike or fag or, or the N-word, but it is absolutely comparable. 
absolutely comparable to calling a gay person, you know, oh, is Liberace coming over? Which is a dated term for a lot of people who are listening to the show. But that's, believe me, uh, uh, or, or, or Kunta Kinte. You couldn't do it. You could not do it. There are certain, you can get around it, you can dance around it, you can ask for to see Obama's college records, and some people will say, I know why, you didn't, but, so he, just on that alone, you would think, really, out of all things, yeah, because it's clean to me. And like I said, so when I'm talking about it later in the show, why didn't I edit it out? Because it was too much work. But this is what I'm trying to say. And I have a friend who is gay, and I cannot believe that he would vote for somebody that would constantly reference someone as Liberace. And what about if he referenced my friend as Liberace? Seriously, what about, you know, like I just said, you know, you're dating someone, oh, your friend Liberace's coming over. Yeah, I have a name. And he just kept referencing him as Liberace. You know why? Because the reason, if you're gay and behind your back someone called you Liberace, you know why they would call you Liberace as opposed to your name? Because they don't give a fuck about your name. To them, all you are, the most, the thing that consumes you most to that person is that you're gay. And the gay person they know is Liberace. So it is the same. And I think I just cleared it up a little better. So like I said, and by the way, when I say if you're black or a woman or gay, you're judged on something outside the content of your character. I know that there's people, there could be white males that are judged on something else besides, you know, I get, but in those groups, it's even more. So, yeah, if you're black or if you're a woman or if you're Jewish and you're voting for Donald Trump, you are voting for somebody that in 1980 would probably reference a gay person as Liberace, a black person as Kunta Kinte, or... If you were Jewish and every time they referenced you, they referenced you as Schlimey. Oh, Schlimey Goldsteins. Hey, Schlimey Goldstein. Schlimey, Schlimey, Schlimey Goldstein. But he knows he can't do that. But you are, you are misguided if you don't think that he would call you Liberace or Fairy. If it was 1980 and he can get away with it. Well, not just 1980. It's 2016 and he's saying Pocahontas. I know because you can get away with it. That's my point. Well. You, you know what I mean? Well, he is getting away with it. No, what, what my point is if he said Kunta Kinte, you might think, come on, Todd, he gets away with anything. Trump could say Kunta Kinte and get away with it. It would hit a different level. It would hit a different level. Do you, do, would you right, but I'm mad at myself for not being mad enough about the Pocahontas. Well, that's why I'm trying to use those other terms to let people out there know that, like, yes, he, he would. He can't use those terms or he would. It's like, it's like you know what, we'll talk about this more on the, on the, uh, on the show we're going to do. But, I, but today we're going to stumble upon it. Because remember I said in the regular shows, I don't want to just, but sometimes we, I don't, let me finish a sentence. On the regular shows, I said I don't want to have a half an hour where we debate, you know, issues. But if we stumble upon it in the show, then I'm okay with it. And that's what happened. We did stumble upon it in the show. We'll clear it up on the uh, issue-oriented show. We'll come up with a name for it. But we will clear it up. But when you stumble upon it in today's show, you'll know more what I'm saying. But we'll bring clarity to it like a fuck on the Todd and Eric show. I switched it to Todd and Eric. I always say Eric and Todd, but... Might have to switch that around. Nah, we'll leave it Eric and Todd. All right. 
So I think we did it. I want to be as clear with my thoughts as the liberal redneck is. Man, that guy gets things right. He just, it's not just saying it. It's saying it with just, with just this, this clean clarity and, and just, just so, so well thought out. So that's going to be my goal, to do better, <laughs> to be more like him. Um, all right, well, today's show, our guest was John Mulaney. And he was great. God, he had so many stories that I, like, would forget that even happened. Forgot. Um, And he was silly, and he was just really great. He went along with every single bit on the show. And it was a lot of fun. And then uh, we got some other good guests coming up. Well, we always have a good guest, but guests I'm afraid to ask. (laughs) That's what I mean. Uh, Because I don't want to bother people out there. Jimmy Pardo. It's been long overdue. Nick Schwartzen. Liza Skinner. So, all righty. I love you. You're special. You're great. You're kind. You're funny. You're decent. You're adorable. You're, you smell good. Your hair looks good. You're nice to people. You want anything else? You need anything else? Can I get you a drink of water? Jesus, Fuck. Eric, I'll give you the final seven minutes. Okay, well, I'd like to start with... You know what? I'll save it for the other show. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 I want you to really go off. Well, okay, this is really important. What I really wanted to say... Now entering Nerdist.com. Where are we going to go? Just be myself. <laughs> oh, you know what? Let's do something on the air that you are going to... Are we on? Yeah. Thank you. Are we on? Are we, uh, we're all good to go? So John Mulaney is our guest. Hey, Todd. <laughs> and uh, you're funny already, this guy. I don't understand. Um, How would you describe your sense of humor? <laughs> <laughs> morning radio. Not all morning radio. No. Preston and Steve and uh, Elliot in the morning. They're the, they're the two good radio people on the planet. There's others, but how I do you can't start think of your, them. How, how do you describe your comedy? You know what I say uh, to that? I finally figured an answer that's not too aggressive. What do you say? I go, I, I go, I really have tried to explain it in the past. It never works. I guess if you could explain it, it's not that good. That's what I always say. I go, I don't explain it. Yeah, you can't. You, it, what, how could, if I could explain it, that means it would be explainable. That means I could go, oh, it's Jeff Foxworthy, but I do politics. Right, right. right. It'd be like a thing you could sell in a kit. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do on this soft opening. And I think you're going to enjoy this, but I'm being totally serious. By the way, one thing, you know, we say. <laughs> Labeling it a soft opening. Well, because it makes people there. <clears throat> because I picture a husband and a wife home, and he goes, yeah, she goes, this show is not. He said it was a soft <laughs> opening. Why the fuck? Well, it didn't seem like it was a lot of meat and potatoes. That's what they call a soft opening. All my couples are yelling in my bits. Yeah. Yet yeah. I, I, would, I would never the be in a relationship. more than the woman, yeah. Well, I make the women yell back, too, because that way you don't feel bad. She's like, fuck you, you limp dick piece of shit. 
What's that's the, the bit, wife. What's the bit you once had me yell as a wife off stage? Oh, yeah. We did a... <laughs> what is that bit? <laughs> the bit is there's a commercial. Right. It's a commercial. <laughs> and he goes, uh, at Becker and Becker, we can't reverse the injuries, but we sure can get you a fair <laughs> settlement. If they can reverse the injuries. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, I'll set it up. So so you're the wife in the background. Right. And you, and by the way, if this commercial's right, that there's someone out there that this could happen. Right. Uh, you know. I'm calling Becker and Becker to see if I can get a, just a settlement on this. Yeah, and see if they can reverse the injuries. <laughs> Honey, they can't reverse the injuries. Some of these guys can reverse the injuries. <laughs> I'm not going to... Ask if they... Oh, why won't you wrong. ask? Why won't you spoil me occasionally? <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask. Hello? Becker and Becker. Hi, can you reverse the injuries? You can't? They can't reverse the injuries. Put me on the phone. <laughs> She's going to get it done. They'll do it. God, I'm boiling already. So It's warm. Okay. It is. is are you warm? No, I'm not, but you are. No one else is here. I have two air conditioners going in this room. <laughs> I'm not kidding. One's up in the wall, yeah, you and then do. I put this portable it's one on here. It's on 60, by the way, for everyone listening. Yeah. It's on 60 degrees. By the way, uh, anyway, I don't want to talk about that. All right, soft So opening. here's what I'd like to do in the soft opening. So this re- I really do like to do this. Right. And you know my safe word to George Carl, and that way you know. Like, I'm, I, I think yes. this is a good thing, and I hope yes. you steal it. Because everyone's heard of it, but no one does it at their house. So I started with the hot washcloths. You know, before you have a meal. It could be a simple meal. It makes you stop. It's like you don't have to say stop when there's a hot washcloth in your mouth. You automatically have to stop for 15 <laughs> seconds. Not in your mouth. You shove it in your mouth. <laughs> and you, you take the hot air in. But it, I like to do it because it says we're about to start something special. And every time I explain it, like I'm doing right now, sure enough, as it all unleashes, you're going to go, he's fucking right. And if you do it, you sit down with your, whoever you're eating dinner with and you take the time. Because if you just have three people, you can get under the sink. You can get it hot enough. But somebody sent me in a towel warmer, Michael. Oh, wow. And it says the Todd Glass show on it. So I, I've used it once before. So I'm going to give everyone a hot towel. Oh, this is great. Yeah. And we're going to just seriously wipe away the day. Now, they're all words until you go, it works. It, and the best part about it is you, I ask for 30 seconds of quiet. And then you literally wipe your hands. <laughs> and then you literally wipe your hands. The dirt and the grime off of your disgusting hands. Gum chewing. What do you think? I'm a very good interviewer. Uh, don't like it anymore. Thank you. Fills my stomach with air. Okay, now, so it's going to get quiet. The audience knows there's nothing wrong with quiet. Now, I'm going to tell you this. These are going to be too hot to touch, so be very careful. That's the only way you can get it to your face where it's good enough. If you start warm over here, they, they get cold very quick. So here we go. I'm going to watch what you do, and I'm going to copy it. Okay, everybody want to come over? Eric? Right, I think you should. Okay, be careful. Ha, ah, God. Okay, now here we go. It starts now. Okay. And watch what happens. It just says we're going to treat this like it's special. And then which comedian said you get one last little bit out of it? Watch this. Because your neck isn't used to the heat, so it's like, what? 
Call that a Nick Thune. Oh, that's nice. Wow. I thought you said it was comedians, <laughs> and it's a. This is so soft. When you do that, talk away from the mic, because later it sounds like you know you can picture. What is? You said it was comedians <laughs> on a podcast. And they're wiping their face with hot towels. I'm listening. I'm standing in my kitchen and I'm listening to them wipe their faces. <laughs> get a divorce, right? Shouldn't they get a divorce, that couple? I'm, st- I'm standing in the kitchen listening to them wipe their faces. You turn it on and you leave the room. And I'm in here, and they're wiping their faces. And something with their necks. I don't know. Get a divorce, right? Thank you. I mean, it's like, ugh. I tell people the truth. You know why I do it? Because I make people fake it in the audience. Like, if you're with someone and they brought you here... Yeah, they're watching the peripheral lot. They want you to oh like the person God. as much as you like them. Oh, my God. And if you fake you, it, you point they know that it. out? I point oh, it out. So I make it where they're going to, because if I see a few sticks in the mud, I, I, want, <laughs> I want 10 people out there nervous that the girl's going to, I always figure the girl the one that likes it in my head. It's the girl that brought the guy to see me, but. Oh, my God. Do you understand how stand-up comedy works? It's the complete opposite. I know it is. <laughs> well, by the way, honest about this, then I have to play you and I, ra- I made you a song. Okay, great. I am, in, and I have to, and, and I'm curious if you're, God, I feel, why am I revving so high, like always? Um, you're taking your headsets off, why is that? You took your, you didn't have yours I should on. put mine on. Okay, let's put Professional, it. in okay. case someone takes a picture. Wonderful. So, um, so, uh, hold on. Oh, yeah. What are we talking about? <laughs> that means somebody tweeted that at us. They go, "You should play the Nerdist." That means the show's over. So, like, the joke is Chris Hardwick listens all the time. And the minute I go, you know what? On a podcast, you do what you fucking want. That's what I love about it. I don't give a shit. Oh no! <laughs> what I just, you know, hold on. What was I just talking? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I get. I am. I always my never-ending plight. The only reason I'm bringing it up, I'm filling you in on it, and then I found even a new piece of thing to sell my point. Right. Uh, well, that's why preaching to the choir is good sometimes. I don't think comedy is. I know. I'm right. It's a fact. I'll be that cocky. Comedy is getting better. It always is. It, it's not a compliment to the greats if you go, oh, it's never was good as then. No, they wanted it to grow. Right. Com- they wanted it to grow. You're, you think you're. You think they're going. Oh, it's an homage to them. Like no, if they're anywhere where they're self-aware, they'd be thrilled that comedy grew past them. What, what do you? Why do you think they'd be like? No, I wanted to. No, I wanted to be the best and then die. And then die. Yeah. And it hasn't died. It changes. There's different language you can't say. And here it comes. This girl that I was working with this weekend. Her name was Lori Goldstein, and it was just this, we were preaching to the choir. But she gave me a new way to fight the fight, and I love it. She goes, "Okay, the first part's a fact. The second part, okay, yeah, you, that that's up for debate, I guess. The first part is there's definitely more. It's a fact. Different types of people coming out to clubs." In the 2016 than there was in 2000, even 100% true. 100%. That's a fact. Like, you can, there's stats that prove that. It's still overwhelmingly probably leans towards white men. Uh, am I right? Yeah, I mean, but my, white men and women. I don't white, know. white men and women. Uh, I'm sorry. I meant white men and women. But, but there's no doubt, factually, hey, the more it's better, the more diverse we are, the better. But it's definitely be, more than in the 80s. Because I remember doing it in the 80s and thinking, why do only, you know, white people come out to shows? You look back at what we were talking about, no wonder. 
And here she said that. So there's definitely more people than ever before, multi, you know, all types of people coming out to shows. Now, that's either for one or two reasons. That's the fact. Well, I think comedy also used to be segregated. I think there were many, many uh, African-Americans going to shows, but they were going to see perhaps primarily African-American comedians in different clubs. Well, that is true, too. That's just like if, if you wanted to see... If, if, or different I nights. get why they had gay nights, because you might see a bad comedian, but at least they're not going to be doing homophobic material. Ah, interesting. That would be, I would, I would uh, but, but, uh, but, uh, so the fact that there's more people coming out, especially to mainstream comedy clubs, like, you yeah. know what I mean? It, it's one of two reasons. One, because comedy is getting worse. Mm. <sighs> right there, it sounds silly, or it's getting better. So to any of those guys that, I don't want to mention their names, because I already have, that are going, oh, comedy, kids today don't know what they're talking about. There's another fact. Come on. You really think people are coming out of all different types more and more than they were 30 years ago because comedy is getting worse. Sure, that makes a lot of sense. That's why they're coming out because we're, we're, we're you know, you know what I'm saying. Right? I totally know what you're saying. Cause, because they don't Do you hear... feel a lot of people are saying the, the, the wrong part, though? Do you feel a lot of people are saying that comedy is getting worse? Always. Really? Well, I feel like... Or you, I'm sure they're saying it, but you hear it. In my circles, not... Because right. they, in my circles, we have, we're in touch with reality, what's really going on. Right. But, yeah, I hear, you know, oh, they're so, you know, the same. And, I, by the way, this is stuff I talk about on the show, but you, we don't talk about it all the time. The PC thing. Like, right. You know, and I think, no, I, have, I don't think. No, I always thought that was, because that was something that was happening, like, when I was growing up, early 90s. The idea of making fun of someone for being politically correct was that was like coming into vogue, and there'd be like politically correct fairy tales, and it was like making fun of politically correct language. Right. Remember that? When it, yeah, exactly. Remember those books? And they'd be like, yeah, they'd be like Snow White and the Vertically Challenged, and everyone would laugh. The very idea of this, right? Right, because whenever they bring up those, oh, next we're not going to be able to say, well, they, you know, we were not going to be able to say male. Uh, what are we going to say? We can't say mailman. What are we going to say? What are we going to say? Mail carrier. Now go fucking die. <laughs> Shut up. Act like you had me cornered. I think I unplugged my mic. Did I unplug my mic or no. my headphones? Did you unplug your headphones? Yeah, I did. I crossed my leg. Sorry. It's all right. Hold um, on, we'll fix them. The funny thing about that was that people always complained about it like it was a law. They're that, like, what's next? Well, you can't say mailman. It's like, yeah, you can. Exactly. You totally can. I, I believe me, we're echo, you're, you're, you're exactly what I say. They're always acting like there's a law. Like Lenny Bruce, e like even when, um, even when uh, the guys on uh, XM got fired, right? You know, and everyone thought, come on, you got to admit that's censorship. No, so you think Lenny Bruce was fighting because the day he got fired from somewhere we couldn't say anything, he could go connect to the world. That guy that got fired from XM could start a podcast the next day and literally be connected to 100% of the people that listen to a show that want to listen to it the next day. Right. So that's still freedom. You got fired because your boss, and he thought at your radio station, he didn't approve of you. But th so they look at it like, oh, Lenny Bruce, he didn't everything he fought for, it's the same. No, you can start a podcast the next day. Go to other clubs. That's not what they did back then. They weren't allowed to perform. They went to jail. Yeah, they went to prison. You're allowed to start a podcast the next day after you get fired. That's fucking, that's crazy. That's amazing. So don't, you act like, oh, you can't do it. You still have a boss. And by the way, he has a right to say what he wants. In that case, it was you're fired. It works right. both ways. Fuck, fuck. I want freedom of speech. Yeah, that's what your boss wanted. Bye. It happens that I didn't like him anyway. So who gives a what shit? What if you loved him? What yeah, if that's a good question. That's a good question. I would disagree. No, 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 I would I'm disagree. Kidding. But I'm you're kidding. right. What if I did? Like, what if it was someone I love? Like Phil Donahue. Uh, is that the case there? He he got thrown. He wasn't. His show was doing all right, but for some reason they no. His MSNBC it. show was doing poorly. Too, it was. It? Right? You watch yeah, your I fucking so. mouth. <laughs> Don't bring facts into this. So you. 
You love Phil Donahue. I did love him. I you thought, love your impression. I love your Phil Donahue impression. How dare you? I didn't say that to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> you think I did. And I you. hear you do a Phil Donahue. <laughs> what's right and what's wrong? I can't do it. One time somebody asked me uh, to do my dad smoking and for their wife. And I go, I, are you kidding me? Because I've done that so long. He goes, no, no, no. She's never seen it. So I go, can you imagine? I swear this is a true story. I say, can you imagine if like... One of my comedian friends walked out, and I did the bit just to show it, like, what I wouldn't do. And I'm out here going, hey, my dad smokes like this. And Andy Kindler walked out. He goes, really? And saw you doing saw it to me, two people? Saw me doing oh my, my dad's smoking bit. So I go, funny. no, they just... Anyway. I want to play this song for you, because I think you're going to like it. I love it. Here we go. Oh, let's do uh, um, uh, No Parking. <laughs> <laughs> John Mulaney, John, John Mulaney's here. I got bubbles for you. Look at that. Look at that. It's actual bubbles. Oh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun night. I feel it. I'm not shitting around this time. May I have what? your attention, please? Ah, in the middle of the song? May I have your attention, please? <laughs> we just want to remind you that if you park <laughs> in the supermarket across the street's parking lot, you will be towed. If you park on Pine Street, you will be towed. If you park in the designated parking spaces for this comedy club, the ones that say you may park here, you will be towed. T-shirts are available on the way out. If you buy one, you will be towed. It's showtime. Okay. So we'll, we'll give the backstory to that. Uh, so you, I want to know, and we'll both do it. I feel like I want to leave. You remembered that announcement, which it's not because we worked there together. That so we, we never worked uh, there together. I don't think so. Okay, so keep setting it up. Sorry. You want to set it up? No, you set it up. So we, there's a club in Nashville, and she would make this announcement before the show. And I'm into strict announcements, but hers is the reason that I absolutely throw love into mine. Ah, you know, when I'm doing my announcement, yes. I don't want to sound like that. I do want to say there's no talking. I want to set it, but I, I always go out of my way to go. This is not said from a play. Hers was like. If he, so I heard it all week, and it, I hated it the way it started the show, but at that point in my career, I couldn't really ask, like, don't do that. No, and he, here's, here's what the announcement was. It wasn't just okay. turn off your cell can phone. I, I wanted to see if I should leave and let you... No, no, I wanted to Okay, wonder, it wasn't just turn off your cell phone, no talking during the show, no photo... Probably, probably, this was probably before photographing or filming a show was even a problem. It wasn't no talking, no phones during the show. It, was, it wasn't just that. It would be all of that, and then there'd be an audible breath... <laughs> now on parking and it was a whole like part two it was like chapter two parking and it was a whole second half to the announcement and that's what killed the room and you're right because it was this audible like she's sick and fucking t now on park and this oh. was not pre-recorded this was done live every night i think she loved doing it mm. i think she fucking Probably. loved it put some reverb a little reverb in here Can we get more? That was her. 
Now on parking. <laughs> you will be turned. And now you you're MC. Please. Oh, yeah, there's no... Thanks a lot. Now there's like, you will be towed. Now you're MC, Jern Malerny. <laughs> hey, you got it wrong. Nah, what, what can I do? I'm just a little guy. Say your name again. Jern Malerny. <laughs> That's going out of the way to be a... I don't think that person likes comedy. They don't give a shit about your fucking name. I think they do know it. Yeah. Please welcome Jern Malerny. I think she knows my name, but what can I do? Yeah. I'm just a little guy. That's everything. I, you know what? That is when I wanted them to unplug the... I have a theory in comedy. Mm. You can't be... Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's how she listened. Mm -hmm. Mm. I like killer bees. (laughs) I have a theory that you can't be more of a pain in the ass than you are a draw. Just the way it is. So back then... What do you mean? Like morally? No, you can't be like... Or the the scales of show business will not allow it. The scales of show business will not allow it. Interesting. Because, yeah, I guess that's and true. it makes sense. Like, yeah, that's it doesn't true. mean you you, can still <laughs> you can't work. be a low draw and a total asshole. Right. Yeah. Hey, could you and, or ask him to like go like <laughs> if you're not selling out every night and then you go hey and another thing let's have no check drop in the first three yeah. rows go How fuck about yourself no more fucking check drop and yeah. you're drawing no one you're, and you're draw- you eat shit every night eat shit every so night. funny so you can't even if, by the way even if you're funny you could kill every night still it goes down to you can't be more of a pain than you are a draw at least it's something to keep in consider- consideration. So back then, I wanted that T-shirt light off. They had this big, you know this? Yeah, this big display box. Wait, did you know what I did? Uh, did I tell you how I got it off? Yeah, well, but I forget. Well, uh, I'll give the edited version. So I, she, I couldn't. She wouldn't shut it off. And it was so fucking bright around for like t- 10 tables. They're watching a big T-shirt, neon light, in the middle of the showroom. So when Mitch Hedberg came in, because I stayed on Sunday to watch his show and left Monday. Cause he, and by the way, I've said this a million times. I'll say it a million and one. To watch smart, I knew one thing, that that was a room full of people that were treating it like the theater. They were just so into the show that you could hear, if they didn't have to say to be quiet, what else would they fucking do, you know? Right. Just these people that, you know. And um, so I said, Mitch, I wanted that light off all week. Will you ask? He doesn't even wait a half a second to, to bring pure joy into my life. He goes, can we get that light off? That's not, You can't have that. Like, just like I wanted. Just so good. And she fucking had to unplug it. Oh, because he, he was a big draw? He, yeah, because he was a point? big draw, right. And he didn't give a he, – in other words, he didn't do it like a dick, but he was like – me, she said no. And I knew right in front of me she was going to have to do it. I thought made she go, well, she just did it. Mm. I love mm. – <laughs> mm. She's probably still there. Yeah, probably. You know what? <clears throat> I didn't I, – I, I always – I liked her, by the way. She was nice to me. But it was you sell out. No, oh, you're making me no, look no, bad. No, no. I liked her more, and I always <laughs> yeah, said I loved it. You deeply. always baited me. You're the one that got. Oh, I'm parking. I like it's not Mike. Her fault. She would so she would listen to Berbiglia do his set, and I would be backstage because I was the MC, and she'd go, mm, "I like Mike." Like she had thought it over. <sighs> Can I tell you why I have a problem with that? You ever watch someone watch comedy and go, "He's funny." It's and like you're like, did fu- you, why are you acting like you just came to a conclusion when everyone else in the room is already laughing? Because they think it's a treat right. that they like something. Mm. Oh, remember you used to do you the waitress in the back of the room smoking, saying you don't like any of the other... Was that you? Maybe, but it might have been my impression of this woman. It was, she... It's a treat when you care so much, and she, okay, she's a tough one, you yeah, know, but yeah, she yeah. likes me. Oh, fuck that. Don't be a tough one. Just be sweet to everybody. I like, like you. Yeah, like, that's, like, yeah. a big deal. And guess what? You felt like it was a beetle. She tre- tricked you into, like, hey, she's in a grumpy old 
person and she right, likes right, me. Right, 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 right. Remember, it's a treat. All people go, when you make the waitresses laugh, that's when you know you made it. Yeah, really? That type of, yeah. <laughs> well, it's true at a good club. Holy Jesus. Take a deep breath. Can I, can I ask you a now question? Now on parking. <laughs> yeah. Ask me a question. What's up? Do you want, I have two things. How are you, by the way? I'm good. I'm good. Did you like that hot washcloth thing? That was really nice. I'm liking every single thing about this show. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Where and do you live? I haven't seen you in a long time. I, know. I live in uh, Los Feliz. Should we tell everyone how we met? We met on a, <clears throat> a bus. Oh, that's what I... Okay, let me edit this out. Let me... <laughs> Guys are really making a big deal about nothing. Hey, hey, hey! All I said was a bus. Hey, no. hey, that God. they're overreacting, and I apologize. Really? I he didn't said a bus. He didn't even say a private plane. I don't come all the way. No, you're here. right. You're Todd, right. You're I don't right. come all the no, way no, John, here to be you're treated right. like this. No, these guys are overreacting. I'm being totally honest. This is uh, this is ridiculous, guys. No, guys, totally uncalled for. This is so. Okay, I have a safe word. It's potato salad. This is fucked up. This is not. Right. You know, all my comedy is based on like a seven-year-old. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. So anyway, everything's great. Now, would, <laughs> do you think, oh, I don't know if I, do you want to talk about one half serious thing? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think I want to taunt a group of people that might listen to my show. That think out of all the things that I'm going to say, I think you might be surprised. By the way, the Donald Trump thing that he couldn't negotiate his own, uh, <laughs> your tweet. If he could, yeah, he couldn't <laughs> negotiate anything. He can't negotiate to get his own Twitter. Yeah, handle. if you if you're such so good at negotiating at real Donald Trump, how come you couldn't get at Donald Trump? Yeah, let me tell you something. Don't underestimate the, the how true that fucking is. Because well, it's ridiculous. I could, I could do, at I could do real. This. The president really? is going to be an at real like yeah. a porn star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I think that uh, that I have a taunt in a good way that out of all the things Donald Trump has done wrong, you might think, really, this is the one you're going after? Because I can go after it with a very specificness. Mm -hmm. And that's him calling uh, Elizabeth Warren Pocahontas. Oh, yeah, that's that. Well, that's where we're at. Uh, I will just run that alone. People aren't even noting that. You might even think that the big thing was the wall. Yeah, but he's not. He knows that he can't call them. And I'm going to just use when when we're talking about words like that. Just because they're not egregious to our ears, it's because we might not know people of this background that Pocahontas might hurt as much as wet back. But he he wouldn't say wet back. He wouldn't say kike. And these are all the same words. And let me tell you something. And this all comes from finding out a friend of mine who's gay that is voting for Donald Trump. And I do not think it's in the league. Well, you got to understand. No, there's some almost social stats that will prove that this is not about politics. You don't even get that far. It's just about basic reading people. A therapist can figure out what's wrong with him. Right, right, right. It's not it's not a political discussion. My friend said he goes that has a degree, almost Dr. Kevin Susie. He goes, I don't know anything about politics, but I can tell you about this man. And anybody that's gay that votes for him and you think that he wouldn't have called you a fag in the eighties. Oh yeah. You are it, it's so I think I have a right to use the word for a few months to anybody that is voting for him that is gay or black or a woman. To use those words, Pocahontas is equivalent to what? Well, I know fag, right. you, or, or queer, you would have said it. Or like, or it's the equivalent of like <clears throat> Mary or Judy Garland or something. Because it's like Pocahontas, a famous sort of... Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it, that it, is disparaging. By the way, I'm a, I'm a little uh, on the fresh air, and I never thought about this until just now. 
That is a disparaging remark, right, Pocahontas? It's very disparaging. Is it, is, is it equivalent to... Because he's not to, coming at it from any... I mean, they, of course it's disparaging. Is it equivalent as chink? We're using these words for the right reason, so you just you have know to what? put them... You know what? If it hurts your feelings as much as chink, then it is. Right. So anybody who's Chinese that would vote for him, or anybody that's Jewish or gay or black, I feel like over the next month I want to go, hey, fag, what, you think it's different? Until they think it won't bother them and go, you're a fag. Well, there's You're both, a fag. There's both the equivalency Queer. of that term and also the fact that like, he probably would have not only called you a fag in the 80s, but he would have thrown you out of your apartment if you were dying of AIDS because he was, wanted to bulldoze it or whatever the fuck he was doing. <laughs> I mean, he's not just rhetoric. He's a, he's no, a terrible guy. No, I know, but, but, but like, I, don't wanna, I believe you can overly accuse somebody of something. So if somebody said, well, Todd, you're over No, I really believe if you are delusional, and I think I have a right to go, if you are gay and voting for Donald Trump, I want to call. You know what? I should stick with that one because I think with my situation, I can get away with I it. I read the book. <laughs> oh, shh. <laughs> That I want to go. F- I know what I'm saying, and whenever I say it off the podcast, it makes sense. But then when I come to say it on here, I get paranoid that it's going out to other people. But I'm saying, if you are sitting in your living room and I go, "Yeah, you're a fag," you are a fag. I'm only saying that to someone that's voting for Donald Trump until cause, so they have to sit there and go, "That's different." Him calling her Pocahontas is not the same as calling me a fag. Hey, just because you can convince yourself of that, it's f- it, yes, it is. And just because you think you can wiggle out of it, fag. Fag. Hey, fag. Hey, faggot. You're a faggot. And you know what? When you run to do something at your company, I'm going to go, we're going to let a faggot move up in our company? A faggot? I should say it until I want someone to say it until they, first they have to act like it doesn't bother them. Because they have to, they don't, then they will think I made a point. But then eventually it breaks. It's like, it's not the same! That's eventually what you get out of someone. Fag. And if you, you are voting for Donald Trump, I can call you fag until you go, God damn it, it's the same thing. What the fuck? I'll drive a Camry, and I won't fucking have as much money, because that's what everyone's scared of. Will you do this after the election, or is this just going to be before? He's <laughs> 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 screaming at people like this. <laughs> oh, my to God. To George Carlin. You know that's my safe word. Yeah, I know. Did I just make sense? You made sense. It but just... it's too vulgar? Not vulgar. Well, of course right it's vulgar. Word. That's the point of it, isn't it? It, yeah, it's the point to say that it's to hear stoke, the, it's I to want stoke that, the uh, the insecurity that Pocahontas would in a Native American. Thank you. I'm reaching across the table to sh- shake, shake John's hand. Hands. And but but it's warmer actually that way. Yeah. Uh, you're right. It's to, to it's to remind them what that word does to someone else. And I don't know any other way to do it. I wish you already knew. But if you don't already know what that word is to somebody else, I have to do it to you. Even though in the beginning, because you know what I'm trying to do, you don't let it affect you right away. And I think I have to do it for three months. I really do. I won't do it for three months. But you know what I mean? One time, they go, I know what he's doing. Oh, you got me. But eventually, I think I could wear them down. And I think, is it worth doing? I don't know. I'll read the email. Now, what's funny, <clears throat> it'll be like you, when you were comparing it, uh, the idea of doing your smoking bit for a couple. People who just walk by you doing this are going to be very confused. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you're yelling at this is a guy who get a, got a promotion at his company, what was the hypothetical? <laughs> A guy's now running his company. And jump a lady, jump a lady. Sure, we got another one. You say something funny like that. Lights again, everybody. Flashing lights again. Oh, hello, it's coming to Broadway. What did he say? What was the last thing he said? 
It said, "Oh, hello is coming to Broadway." Oh, are you going? Oh, that's right. Oh God, it's your show, and he, you don't even no, know. No, he does a lot of work. That's he Joe does McKenzie. A lot of work. It's great, Joe McKenzie. Jesus Christ, I don't pay attention. Anyway, I'm all yours now. What's your friend's reasoning? Who's voting for Trump? Can I tell you something? God, you you pay attention. I well, yeah. <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> uh, John, I think you might be not you proud of me, but like. I didn't think I was qualified. I don't know where I heard this term, but when, you, when someone needs to be educated, it's hard enough. But when you have to educate them, but they think it's a two-way... Imagine trying to teach someone math. It's hard enough, right? But imagine if they thought well, it was a debate. what if they were like, numbers do something else? Yeah, yeah. Or a debate. They think it's <laughs> yeah, up for yeah, debate. Yeah. Like, I think from a if civil... If they thought numbers were letters. Yeah. yeah, you can't... How can you... So how do you have a conversation? It's hard enough to try to teach somebody. And I don't think I had the ability. And I was almost proud of myself. To have that conversation, because I think there's a disconnect in their life that I had to go to a place of sadness. And I went through a place of real anger, too, because they have a beautiful home. And I thought, so you're all safe now. Oh, it's not perfect for gay people, but you're out of the boiling hot water. Shame on you. I got angry. Go, and I always think that people do it for financial reasons. And then I get more angry. I go, that's when I go drive a goddamn Camry. To have some fucking self-respect. Right. And if you're voting for him, the one thing that you were to learn was not to turn around and do it to another group. That's all that comes good out of it. So by his voting for Donald Trump, and I don't think this is throwing too much his way, you are making people like Matthew Shepard die for no reason. Yeah. Because let me tell you something. If they could talk right now, they would just go, just don't do it to another group. That's all we ask. I'm dead. Can you not do it to another group, please? Because remember how they got people to do it to our group. Misinformation. So the next time there's a group and they're trying to go, no, it's real. They did it with us. So don't turn around because of misinformation and do it to another group. And you are. So guess what? Whether you think I'm putting words in your mouth or not, I'm not. I'm taking what you're saying and putting some quotes to it and you were saying you are basically making Matthew Shepard die for no reason well it's not just misinformation it's the same exact language because they say X group is tearing at the fabric of our country same, and it's the same thing and you thing. just have to factor in X group yeah <clears throat> and, and, they, and I know when I always do fantasize someone listening to this like if I had to go tell my friend if you want to know how I feel go listen to it these are people I care about very much too they're friends really, of yours yeah yeah oh, one of wow. my first friend that I ever talked to about being <laughs> um Whistler. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. The whistle yeah, yeah. in the Philharmonic yeah, yeah, yeah. Orchestra. That was bad. Those shows were bad. <laughs> I feel like I should say it because then people, I don't want people to hear my podcast in years and go, why is he going, <laughs> makes me look older. So I should just say, okay. okay. Anyway. I'm gay. I'm gay. Anyway. By the way, that, can I tell you to George Cohen, that's even took, took some work. <laughs> to what? To say that. To say right now or yeah. to say it no. like two years ago? Oh, overall, I'm great now. Uh, on a daily basis, it's just the word. Uh-huh. But who I... No, no, now I don't like... I'm not even, I'm, I'm not even embarrassed at, uh, at I all. I know you're not. I'm yeah. just kidding. No, no, I was before. Um, it's boiling in here. But anyway, um, so I'm leaving everything in about my <laughs> atrocious words that I was using. I just want to be with you one time when you're screaming this at someone. And I'm just pretending to not be with you. Oh, no. And I'm like trying to, I'm pretending to check my phone and turning around. You're screaming. But, John, you know, I would never, honestly, in real life, in real life, I would never do it. I'm just talking about, oh, no, I just mean on the podcast, not in regular life to start using those words. Who here thought he meant regular life? You said if some guy gets a promotion at his company, you're going to scream at him. 
No, no, hold on. That's funny. You know what? I'm glad you're listening because you give me the chance to go back and go, I don't make myself as clear as I think I should. All right. So if a guy gets a promotion in his company, what did I say about that? Well, I don't want to be on record. Well, okay, never edit this out. You were going to yell, uh, you can't run your company, fag. That's what you were going to Oh, yell. yeah, because, because someone's running for the, in the president of the United States. Right. Or, you know, to be involved in, the, in politics. Uh-huh. And he is calling that person Pocahontas. Right. So in a company. No, I get it. I think we all thought that you were going to start doing this n- in real life. No, I meant, I meant on the podcast, just referencing. Right. Like, just, you know, like every right. week, just poking. Yeah, just going. Okay. Hey, how how are the how are the fags doing? How are your fags doing? Maybe someone had a father that actually said that, or a neighbor that used that word. And at first, they know I know what he's trying to do, but eventually, I go the fags. Do-. Now I'm talking to the people that are gay that are voting for Donald Trump. I would hope there's other people that are gay, you know, or straight or whatever, and go no, no, no. And my paranoia has me paranoid, but I think my gut says you know exactly what you're fucking doing, and you and it's a good idea. They need to be taught what that word feels like. And I don't think it's going to happen by me doing it in one show. I think it would take three or four until you're going to do three or four, three months of shows. Yeah, just out of nowhere. Whenever I think of it, I'm going to go, "Hey, how are my fag listeners doing? Have faggots, you faggots!" And right. until they until they break, and then they'll be and go. Just want you to know what someone else is doing when the pain hurts them in a different way, and then maybe that'll be the course to you not doing it to the next group because those words are big. He should not be able to on that alone. He could not call someone. Is it as bad as the N word? Oh, you answered that before. You said if it hurts, it's... If it, I think, <clears throat> if language is relative, then we have to go on how much it hurts. Right. Someone, right? So when we're not, when we're saying you couldn't run for president and say the N-word, you couldn't run the president and say kike. But what we're saying is, no, oh, if we don't see the people he's hurting right, right in front of us, eh, he can get away with it. It should just be as Right, or if it to our ears seems goofy. Exactly. Which is what Sissy and Mary said exactly. like 20 years ago. That's like, ah, I just called him a sissy. You're so, uh, can I tell you something? You make me feel better. Oh, thank you. You make me feel better. Well, thank you. Because, no, uh, <laughs> because you know what it is? You bring, you, you, first of all, you, I won't have to edit anything now because you said that. Because now I feel like you, you brought clarity to it for me. But you know what I mean? You get it in your head. You think, am I doing the right thing here? No, I know what you mean. It's a like- shocking thing that you want to do as well, right. too. So you're and, but trying necessary. to tread soft. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, go ahead. What do you think? Like, I know what's going on. I'm so excited to play all your jingles. I think I have another one. I'll save this one for later. Okay. Get this one ready. What were you about to ask me? Oh, so um, uh, you know when it, I know I know it's all it's all uh, hypothetical, but like or it's all up to the up. To, you'll you'll get what I'm saying. Art, you know, like uh, like if if art, like when do you consider it art? Like because I heard some scatting. Can you play that scatting? And I'll tell you why. And then I'll. <laughs> I read poetry. And sonnets. Play the other one. The, the, oh, that's from 60 Minutes. That's, uh, what's her name? That's um, uh, from Sex in the City. I think you're right. Play, play it again. Yeah. Play, I read poetry and yeah. sonnets, and he sonnets. plays the upright bass. He's good on the bass, but listen. Now, let's... No reverb. The he dogs and the she dogs, right? I can't believe you know who this... Well, he bit all the he-dogs and winked at all the she-dogs. The town never knew such a hullabaloo as that little dog raised till the end of that day. Okay, can I, <laughs> I, I can fix one thing. Play it again, but play re, a lot of reverb, which I didn't want to give to her right away because she, she didn't have it on hers, so why should I give it to her? Right, right, but right. It might make it sound at least uh, more, you know, beautiful. Ethereal? If, yeah. I read God. poetry more. And, sonnets, and sonnets, and he plays the upright bass. Yamakipiebo, Cedere for Cable, Wind on Latin, he quotes. UJ, Safa, Saray! 
Right. You know, if That's I can amazing. do it. Now, by the way, I'm not saying this is right. I, I want to be educated. I don't want to be, like, culturally, you know, not uh, evolved. But I always think in my head, if I can do it, it ain't art. Unless what? I'm an artist. Like when people throw paint with just... Now, unless they paint a picture with by splashing it all over the wall. I'm like, holy Are shit. Are you doing a bit? No. <laughs> what do you mean? Like if you could do... Because you could dribble paint like Jackson Pollock, it's not art? That's wrong. Yeah, that's wrong. I told Aristotle... <laughs> no, he's, he won't fucking listen to me, this guy. Well, he lives up there in Pasadena and they don't have any culture. No. Oh, my God. I, so, so... Well, how do I say? Like, whenever I see it, I'm like, eh, if I could do it, like, I guess it's you really awesome. feel that way with. Well, like, if if I, well, the minute you say that, like that, these people, well, here's the thing: is you couldn't think of it. You know what? You're right. You could physically do it. You could physically make a Mark Rothko, but you'd never have that in you. You know what? The first time I realized that that was no, un- not. Yeah. A, that's not a dig at you. You're, no, I know. You're, you're I, deep. There's different things. I get it. Yeah. And the, and the, these guys never stopped me before. <laughs> So no, they just well. Let it me doesn't talk seem about like you create an environment where they can cut you off. Of course, is that wrong to say. D- oh my God, there's this is a the tension most- in the room. No, John, you t- to George Carlin. No, not oh. to George Carlin. <laughs> it's everything that I. Well, I mean, I am a very assuming. <laughs> I, I take it the wrong. I take it like more grandiose. Oh yeah. I well, see I what guess you mean. I see what a you mean. A man of great wealth. <laughs> You're like no. I have a, no. I meant you bully fat. your employees. <laughs> Fucking schnook. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a reverse to George Carlin? Oh, Jesus. I like to play it. Would you make this your ringtone? Yes. You would? Wait, my ringtone or my voicemail? Your voicemail. Yeah. Isn't there another one we made? And what's the other one? You know, I just switched over to a you have reached number, 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 voicemail. And I'm really bummed about it. Why? Because I was getting I'm getting so many telemarketers on my cell phone that I don't like having my name and number on my outgoing message. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I remember when they couldn't get on the cell phone, and boy, it was so great because I feel like I, I escaped all that. Yeah, and then, it, and then it came over. Remember when they used to call at home, and they always called during dinner, and they go, "Oh, that's when oh, they get people go." Oh, they always call at dinner time. I wonder if that's. I try to be nice most of the time, but now I sometimes I don't know why I pick up. It's like I a think Russian. There was a ruler. time where when you picked up, it was immediate. It was like, hi, I'm from an insurance company, and we're selling insurance. And now there's this, like, delay. You can catch it. And then they're like, hello, like, they're confused. And that's why I get annoyed. I think, I can't believe that companies, I'm surprised how much fraud goes over. I get it. They hit enough people. They must hit enough. Like when they say your name? I think that, like, there's a few things that I can't believe. Like, I get there's things in the gray area. Like, I understand that. Like, I shouldn't probably be legal, but it is. Some, a few things, I'm like, no, I can't believe that's not ironclad. Number one, addressing you like you're a friend. The oh, company yeah, yeah, yeah. allows that. Or a Todd. recording. Or a recording that goes, hey, how have you been? Wait, what are you trying to I've been waiting to hear from you. <laughs> that's dishonest. So hot, right? Oh, what were you going to say? Dishonest? <laughs> oh. 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 That's like whenever you see like Alluring. A- <laughs> to, for a woman to be familiar. Alluring. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, you think it's fraud. Oh, it's alluring, too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's hot, right? Oh. It's like when you see... Um, uh, I'm not sick. <laughs> It's hot, right? It's hot, right? What are you saying? Do you get the, hey, let me ask you a question. Do you get telemarketers? Yeah. It's hot, right? Or never... No, never mind. No, no, no. It's hot. 
I, by the way, <laughs> you know if I'm trying to agree with you, like switch it, go back around? Yeah. I sat next to two people on the airplane that obviously liked each other, and one would say something. They had just met? They had just met. Oh, that's sweet. And they, by the way, I'm not really making fun of them. It's just that awkward conversation where, like, when you say it's hot, and obviously I'm not going to, and then I go, yeah. oh, no, no, it is hot. That's what they did for five hours. Nobody wanted oh, to take a hard stance God. on anything, and I was fucking exhausted. One girl tried to say she hated the cold and then completely switch it around and say she loved the cold. Because the guy was like, I like the cold? He likes to ski. <clears throat> oh, that's funny. I wanted to do, I, look, it was all right. I fell asleep a lot, too, but I didn't want to make it sound like they drove me up the wall the whole time. But um, um, That's nice of you to be honest. Play the other scat. And I, oh, here's what I was going to okay. say, just to let you know I run a professional show. Okay. So you made me realize, to George Carlin, that I was wrong about the art thing. Yeah, that's a big thing. And I'm embarrassed about about that. You knew right away. See, these guys, they let me say it. They don't... Well, again, you create an air here. You can't be talked back You think I create an air here? Yeah, you know know what I mean? There's a vibe in the room. Like, they're afraid. God, I hope not. I never yell at anybody. (laughs) And we cut two. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Now leaving Nerdist.com. God damn you motherfuckers, when John Mulaney gets here, that bubble machine better work! Hey, Todd. Hey, Aaron. Hey, Todd, I'm here. Oh, hey, buddy, how you doing? Oh, it's good to see you. Hey, hey, so everything excited. okay? Yes. Yeah, sure. What do you mean okay? Better than ever. How you doing? <laughs> By the way, someone's like that. Someone's like that. I made. I basically made you do the, the Mater D bit. I feel bad. I don't. I love doing that bit. Can I, I tell you? It's how you doing? I love the random words he says because uh. he doesn't know a lot about everybody. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's a new thing. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mater D comes by. Uh. Picture. I'm, I'm right now for the people listening. I'm going person to person. Right, right, right. He doesn't know a lot, so he has random words. <laughs> how you doing? Still driving the car. Mom's good. <laughs> 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 Did we talk about mom's car? Did we talk about skiing? Did we talk? <laughs> They think, ah, we must have mentioned something. At least he knows us. You know, he's talking to us. That's one of my wife's pet peeves is if a waiter says, I haven't seen you two in a while, I'll tell him what we've been doing. (laughs) Here we go. I made this for you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. How about this on your phone? John, 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 the lady. John Mulaney, the comeback kid. Oh, oh, John, 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 John Mulaney, you're the comeback kid. John, 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 John Mulaney. Oh, it's the John Mulaney show. The comeback kid. John, I'm making you my co-host. John, John, John. Hey, everyone. Oh, the comeback kid. John, John, comeback kid. John, John, John Mulaney. I got a game. You want to play it? It's fun. Yeah, I have to leave. You say you can take over the podcast, but then come back. They all lie for you, but you don't know what to fucking do when I'm gone. (laughs) A few people have done it. You know what I'm talking about? Like once I go, you're horrible. But I don't know what you do because I leave. That's the fun part. Then these guys lie for you, no matter how you decide to be bad. (laughs) When I come back, I go, "How'd John do, everyone?" They'll fucking lie, lie for you for some reason. Yeah, I can do that. I ask them one at a time. How did he do? No, but I do have to go take a break. Can you handle? Have you ever done a podcast before? Uh, no, but I. uh, No, it's not as easy. No, no, no. John, 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 you take a break. John, I'm I'm serious. Totally. You take a break. I'll be able to handle it. Can, can I just say something without you? I don't want to be disrespectful because I know, you know, I'm not, I don't want to talk to you like when I met you and you were like a, you know, a 19-year-old kid. I don't ah, want to. Yeah, come on. This is not as easy as you think. Because Look, you have to. I'm, I'm being hey, totally yeah, serious. Yeah, but I've grown up a lot since then. Come on, Todd. I've grown up a lot since then. Come on. 
Do you feel, honestly, because this is a big deal. Todd, I mean, this is on the Nerdist Network. Todd, this isn't like on. some bullshit podcast. Todd, come on. You're busting my chops on the All right, I okay. can do this. I because do I this. tell you the truth, the guy's in there fixing my central air. I got to go just write him a quick check. I don't Todd, want to, do oh. what you need to do. Okay. I'll take over. Okay. I know what I'm doing. If you need any uh, jingles or music, you know. I'll be All right. All right. Todd, take 10 minutes. I know what I'm doing. Come on. I've done a lot of things since then. I'm not the little guy you met. Come on. I want to talk about when we were in the tour bus. All right, yeah, we'll talk about that then. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna do my thing for a little bit. Take your time. Take your time. Take your time. Uh, hey, fellas, I guess it's the John Mulaney show now, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, uh, I can't stand these, you know. Uh, you, Aristotle, you ever see one of these women driving a car? No. I mean, but you've seen it, right? A woman? I mean, not the you did you didn't the one I saw. Did I tell you? Did I have? Oh, I, I didn't set this up yet. Ask me how my drive was. How was your drive? This bitch. <laughs> this piece. No, this piece. Um. Or shit. I shouldn't say bitch. This woman. Driver came, you know. Um, now I feel like I uh, really stepped in it. I wasn't calling a woman a bitch just because she was a piece. Uh, I feel like I really stepped in it. Um, <sighs> shit. I feel. Hey. Hey, Todd's back, everyone. Hey. How you doing? Hey, we were laughing about it. We were laughing. We were laughing about it. <laughs> no, seriously, be honest with me, guys. I'm sorry I'm eating in front of you, but be totally honest with me. Did he do a good job? Yeah, we, we should definitely do that more often. You swear to God? Mm-hmm. You swear to God? I swear to God. Oh, okay. Can I be honest and I feel... What? I'm a little embarrassed because I think I was underselling you. you s- and I mean to put you on the... I can't paint a house. Excuse me. Food just came out of my mouth. But I wouldn't say I could, and I feel bad. But you swear to God he did a good job. Look my, me in the eye. My, my mom raised me right, and I, I swear, swear to God. I swear Thank on my you. mom. Thanks, Aaron. Okay, I believe Aristotle. I officially endorse him as the co-host. No, did he do a good job? Fact, I don't you're know what the he co-host. Did. It's his show now. See, look me in the eye, Aristotle, and tell me that he know. Like, obviously, he's done sort of radio before. He knows his shit. Thanks, Aristotle. Aaron. Oh yeah. Swear to God. I swear to he God. He was great. On a scale from one to ten, how good was he? And don't fucking lie. At least a ten. All right, I guess I feel bad. Eric? He's hosted the show before, right? What do you mean he's hosted the show before? Oh, thanks. Can you take that mic? He was so comfortable, it sounds like that maybe he hosted this before. No, he's never hosted the show before. Thank you, What did he talk about? Are you sure? You have to turn your mic on. You turned it off. What did he talk about? What did he talk about? What did, what did you know he how to talk turn the about? mic on? There's a switch on the side of the it's mic. On. It's Take, on. It's on. Wait, well, what did he talk about? Know, we all had a good time. What'd you talk about? Do you mind if I ask? I'm curious. We all had a fun time, all right? It, it went so well. Like, would so you want to be my emergency contact? Like, I trust you with anything. Yeah, this. I'd love to be. It's the John Mulaney Show with the sidekick, Todd Glass. 
Of course, that's a cold opening, everybody. It's John Mulaney. He's on the show tonight. That was a cold opening. Now we're going to get into the meat and the potatoes. That uh, was all the opening. That was all the opening to the show. I have to go. I have an appointment, and I've been standing here in front of the Bose speaker. Listening to this, and they're just getting to it now. And how he stepped in it when Todd left. Shit, shit, shit. I was listening outside the door, and I realized, anybody watching me, I heard some of the stuff you were saying. You know, I really stepped in it. And calling, oh, I didn't mean to come. Like, my neighbors, it looks like I'm a mental patient because I'm listening outside the garage door, jumping up and down like a little kid. You're it's listening at the curtain of your garage. I'm listening at the curtain, and, and I'm down. jumping up and down. Like, what's going on that's so funny oh that my he's God. eavesdropping on? He's You're like a little stinker who's, like, watching a prank unfold. <laughs> or, they, or they think I'm a, a, a maniac. Right. I guess yours could have been better. God damn it. Sometimes I don't think I have it anymore. Anymore? Wait a second. Wait so we met second. on the tour bus with Mike Rabiglia. Now, we know that, but our listeners don't. No, that's my, right. And uh, it was my, my first list. tour bus that I ever was. That, was, that, I that was, was the ever. first one you were ever on? Why? Was Even it? opening for musical acts? You know what? Uh, well, one time for like an hour from Philadelphia to somewhere, New York or something. Right, okay. With George Benson. But that, no, so that wasn't really existing. Not waking up and sleeping on it. Oh, that was fun. Oh, yeah. And we had the little curtains that you, you know, you take, uh, you know, you get like a bunk. Yeah. And, oh, I uh, slept so well in those bunks. I did too. Because you have your own air conditioning, your own TV. Yeah. See, do you know, do you know this? Not that it's that important, but we had it set up because there was only five of us in the bus or four even. So yeah, that's four. That's the way. I mean, so when, when some bands are going out with 20 people on, not, not, as, not as fun. I get it. I think but we had four fun. people, so our bunks, they had taken the dividers out. Like, sometimes they'll have three on a side. We just oh, wow, had, yeah. I didn't know that until I saw, I go, wait a second, that's a, yeah. No, we the, had deep bunks. Yeah, yeah and, right? and, and they were long, so you had, you had the room. But, but you one, also, I slept with my feet against the wall so that if we slid forward, I wouldn't go flying. How did you that, sleep? I had my head away from the steering wheel. It's funny that I can remember that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I had my bathrooms. feet facing the dr- steering wheel. Do you remember you talking in your sleep? Oh. Oh, what would I see? Oh, I don't even want to say. Oh, come oh. on. You'd say, they're on parking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listen, what can we do? Oh, you got to hear this. Uh, do you have any questions for me? And, um, I, and I apologize for still spitting food out gyms? of my mouth. Do you still sneak in the gym? Wow, you really do pay attention. Because that was the biggest... I was so nervous when you made me sneak into that gym. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was so scared that I paid, and I didn't tell you. You went in. Do you, I'm going to out your towel trick. I'm sorry. Well, you go to the mind. car, and he gets a towel, and then he goes back into like 24-hour fitness in Athens, Georgia. And he goes, I was just in my car. And it's so loud... And like Who authoritative, would Who would lie? Can right? I tell you why I started doing that? Oh, go ahead. You go. And then I was behind you, and you were like, here, just take a T-shirt. But it was like, two can't do that. Go, me too, in the car. <laughs> like, what a, what a scheme. What a, like, two old-fashioned Bible salesmen or something. Like, what a lie. What a ruse. You make me sound horrible. Well, no, that's, that's one thing I think that did it was the, just the declarative booming voice. I was in the car. With reverb, maybe. I Give me reverb. <laughs> I was just getting a towel in the car. And then they let you in the 24-hour fitness. So you go, just do that. You 
walked so quickly that I just stopped and I went, is there a day fee? And it was $20 and I paid. I was seven years old and I knew right from wrong. <laughs> I knew right from wrong, even then. This is embarrassing, but guess what? I'm going to learn from I it. I loved it. I'm going to learn from and it. And then afterwards, you and I went to like a CVS... And you got, and I didn't do bought, anything wrong there. No, we bought Reese's Cups. And you went, isn't this good? It's candy. And I re- really remember that. And I, <laughs> and what, I, what I remembered about it was that, like, you know, people eat chocolate and they go, I shouldn't. <laughs> it's like, no, just when you're eating chocolate and go, this is nice. It's candy. Oh, how good Enjoy is it? it. It's yeah. so good. It's ridiculous. Right. When mouths. you're eating a Reese's Cup, don't be upset. I think that actually hurts your body more. I think you should go, this is nice tasting. Peanut butter, chocolate, I'm enjoying it, it's candy. I always think that when I eat a Reese's Cup or something, I go, this is good, it's candy. I love that. And the yeah. new double ones are even, Reese's Cups are even better. The proportion of chocolate and, what am I, a food show? But listen, I want to go back and clarify, and I'm glad you brought it up, but I do want to okay. clarify it. I don't want to sound like someone that's clarifying it, but like, okay, to George Carlin, that's when I love having the safe word. It just means a little nugget of what I'm about to say is true. Right. I don't want to be the type of person that rationalizes wrongdoing. Oh, it's Whole Foods. Everyone eats out of the bins. <clears throat> By the way, there is zero to George Carlin, zero judgment oh, in, no, no. in how fine. you approach gyms. It, no, ahead. no, it's fine. You're the second person to give me the exact same shit for that. Okay. They, he left me behind. Someone else has the same story. A friend of mine in Philadelphia he goes, yeah, Todd says it's – I just take it for granted that – how, he, but here's how I came to this conclusion. That's all okay. I want to explain. Okay, okay. Um, is that on my own gym, I had a membership. And whenever I left the gym because I had a bad cell phone, I would just come back in and it was a given. I would go, I was in already. And I was telling the truth. And yes. I also had a membership. I would never just think you could walk in somewhere, you know. No, no, no. You, do, you learn by testing. So you learn by, yeah. yeah so, so I just thought, well, they never would ask me. Ever. Ever. Right. Sometimes could it happen where they would go... Oh, I'm sorry. I need to see your, you know, your thing again. Yeah, that happened once, and I had an out all planned. And this is the part I'm embarrassed to tell you, but I'm going to come clean. Go ahead. So anyway, um, so anyway, I, but I did that at LA Fitness for a long time. I just walked in for about three years. But you had a membership. In the beginning, it was Bally's. That's where I had that story from. That was a membership. Yeah. Okay. So then I figured, well, they never asked me there. So I went to LA Fitness. I don't want to be toured around the gym. I don't want to be showed around the. gym. This is when you're on the road in one night. And they want to show you around yes. the gym sometimes. So I think that's how it started. I always thought it was effective for time management when we get to the city. It's already 4 p.m. The show's at 8. There's no time to fill out a form at the 24-hour fitness in Georgia. <sighs> I, would just, so I would just go. I would started walking into gyms. with, And sometimes I would wet my shirt. Uh, yeah, you so, did that on that day. Yeah. So I wet my shirt. It looks like I was sweating already. Yeah, you know? we know why. So <laughs> <laughs> Least n- necessary explanation. Because why I would but do it is to look like I was sweating even. Can I tell you? <laughs> I, I, I got caught. To oh my, my memory, only one time. You got caught? But caught? I, had, I had my out. Okay. They were very nice. The guy goes, oh, I'm sorry. Can I just check in? I just, you know, uh, you know, you know he, he didn't say full words. You know, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Ah, uh, but I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and guess what I did? I had my, guess what's in my ears, my, my earphones. I go, oh, sure, no problem. I go, hello? I go, nah. And I just said, hold on one second. And I walked outside. I go, well, listen, I'm just going into the gym. And then I walked away. Hilarious. And the way you once. said he was very nice, I thought it was going to be like you came clean and they said, 
we don't we won't hold it against you. But I like that what happened was another lie. <laughs> no, well, like I, the way you set this story up is going to be this nice interaction. The where next you go, day, it gets hey, better. look, buddy, I tried to lie to you, and I'm sorry. And he goes, you know what? Have a have a free workout. But instead, it was that you lied that you had an important <laughs> phone call. Well, I didn't say important. How dare you? Well, come on, that you would take it, that you would break business. Could and be my break kid. Stride. What if it's my kid, dad, mom? Is that how you talk to your kid? Hey, I'm walking into the gym. What's up? Hold on. One Maybe second. it's a significant other friend of mine that I Fair met. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. But you were pretending it was a business call. I know your tone. I did LA. I did join the gym. To George Gone, I joined. But guess LA what Fitness. I had to do? Yes. Because I realized it was, it was getting to be a pain in the ass. Why? Because uh, if the same person was at the desk, I'd get nervous. <laughs> and I didn't want to get an indigestion. <laughs> How many times yeah, could yeah, I yeah, already yeah. been in the gym? This I don't need butterflies in my stomach. Yeah. If that's what I had. And then I try to enter through the pool area, and I'm like, "What you am I?" You tried to come into the pool. I want to join. Guess what I had to do to join? Take a tour. Nope. Drive down to Marina Del Rey because I can't join at that gym. They'd see me there for three years. They all knew me. That's so funny. Yeah. That's so goddamn funny. I had to drive down oh to Marina God, Del Rey, and, join, and then I did. What if you jo- no? How funny would it have been if one day you went in and you joined? You know what? I never knew anybody. And you, and you swore to God. I'd never you, been there before. You swore to God you'd never been there before. <laughs> you swore up and down and you got offended. I, how dare you? How dare you? You remind me of my twin brother, Mike. You want to do it right now? You be the person at the desk? But yeah, move okay. away from the mic? Okay. Because then it sounds to people like this is what you would hear if you were on the treadmill and you, you can overhear what's going on at the front desk. Yeah. How you doing? I just wanted to join up to come to the gym. Um, you need me to swipe you in? No, no. I, <laughs> no, no, I just wanted to join the gym. I, I, uh, Is this to, for yeah. a guest membership for a friend? Or? No, no, me. I, I just wanted to join. I wanted to get a membership here because I just uh, okay, wanted to start well, coming you, to the gym. If you're already a member... Um, no, no, I'm not a member. I'm not a I'm member. I'm sorry, you're not a member? No, I'm not a member. What's he saying? <laughs> he's saying he's not a member. I might have come in here, I think, maybe three or four times with, on a, uh, with a guest pass or somebody uh, else. But so you might recognize me from that. Aren't you Todd? I mean, uh, you, you come in here? Honestly, honestly, no. Like I said, I haven't been in here, you know what, If I maybe ten times over the last two years, so you might have, and a lot of it has been Were recently. Were those with the guest pass? Could I have that member's name? <laughs> Do you know what? By the way, to George Carr and I had this planned out too. <laughs> I went with my sister's boyfriend, and I don't know his last name. <laughs> I'm embarrassed, but I don't know his last name. By the way, that is true because I didn't know uh, this girl that I knew really well. I'm not telling. I'm not telling this in the gym. I'm, okay. I'm side note. This is a side note. Side note. Thank you. Um, that uh, I, I didn't know the last name. So what are you talking about? Whose last name okay, did you know? In, in the sidebar. Okay, I don't know. Uh, so I've never been here, ma'am. Or, uh, sir. You, I'm a ma'am. You've oh. been here. <laughs> I've never Sir, been I've here. seen you. Come on now. Well, first of all... Are what, you putting me on? Uh, honestly, honestly, I, I don't know what to do. You work, you work out here almost every day. <laughs> I don't know what to do if, if I... Can <laughs> <get a> <laughs> oh, my God. Can I tell you something, John? That's what would happen. Because I never talked to anybody at the gym. That's but for so... some reason at that gym, I, I, the the girl at the front desk was so sweet, and uh, and and I really liked her. So I thought, oh fuck, they're, they're I can't now. I'm not going to be able to because they they know me. No, now. no, I completely understand. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you drove to Marina Del Rey. Well, I'd, I'd gone down there a lot anyway because someone. 
that I was in a relationship with lived that way. So, I mean, I had to go down that way sometimes anyway. So you went to the L.A. Fitness. Then the next time you went to the one near your house, did you swipe in? You know what? Because uh, then I would have been great if it pops up on no. the computer screen. Member since yesterday. No. <laughs> completely. No, ruined. I don't think I did the first time. Matter right. of fact, I remember walking in with a tremendous amount of confidence, thinking, "Why did I ever join?" Because I'm not using it one day. But the confidence you have, knowing that if they stop you, because that's the oh confidence I had at Bally's when I oh really did God. have a membership. The confidence I had at Bally's. What an insane sentence. Can I tell you something else that happened once? What happened? I don't like telling these stories. No, 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 tell. No, this is very you're gonna... funny. Well, uh, actually, I don't know what the story is yet. Well, it was about another mischievous thing that I've done. <laughs> Do please. No, uh, <laughs> you're like a cop. indulge me, indulge no, me. No, uh, and then I couldn't remember. To George Carlin, but I, but I will remember it. So anyway, I did get my membership. Oh, what I wanted to say before was. I, I think that I'm a different person. Like, by the way, and I know you're making no judgment. That's why I feel like I'm I honest. have zero judgment. I get it. I get it. I get it. But it is funny to hear. Like, it was so used to doing that. But like, my other friend said the same thing in Philadelphia. He was just like, he goes, "You can't." I just was doing it so long to just walk by, walk by, and then you know they just never said anything. But other, someone else, they're like, "No, I don't." I would, and then, but it's better to have a membership. But when I'm on the road now, I'm going to be honest. When I'm on the road, and I don't want to. Tour. I just don't want to stop. I don't. I do the same thing. I just walk past. Right. I still do it. Do you ever use the hotel gym? So I guess I'm fine. I do, but the. You know what? I think I was just got caught lying, and I guess the best because I say, "Oh, I used to. I used to. I still do." Right. 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 Um. Uh. But uh, the hotel gym. I like activity of other people, so I like oh, noise of other people. Once in a blue moon. Not shouldn't say once in a blue moon. 25% of the time, I prefer a hotel gym when there's nobody in it, and I'll tell you Well, that's why. the thing. A hotel gym that's empty is paradise. One other person is hell. It you is. cannot believe they're in your gym. Exa- you and you can't believe- talk on the phone. Oh, you can't believe they're in your private gym. And everything they're doing fucking drives me nuts. And they I- turn up the TV, and you go, get out of here. I just had it happen this program. weekend. I had it happen this weekend. I was in the gym. And, and I judged them for even watching TV. I go, what are you doing? You just stop. Dude? And what yeah. do you do? How much are you going to do? Your arms? You're just blasting stop. TNT while you do a Stairmaster. Go home. Just go home. What Get are you a, doing? Check, check out of the hotel. Ugh. Check. <laughs> go home. Hey. Stop. I was really getting annoyed. She would not get off. If she would go over to the hand, this was just three days ago because I wanted to talk. On, I won't talk on the phone if there's somebody else in the gym. Now, that's the truth. At my own, a small gym. At a small gym. Right. At my own gym that I go to in Los Angeles, there is a row of three treadmills. And if there's no one on the next one next to me, I will talk on the phone, but like literally to the, uh, hold the piece up to my mouth. Okay. I, am, I know I'm not bothering anybody. I'm yeah, very, yeah, yeah. If somebody gets on the treadmill next to me, you know what I say? I go, ah, I got to go. Someone just, or I look for another group where there's no one near me. Okay, yeah. But at a hotel course. gym, when there's no one in there, it is sort of nice to run and get caught up with a few calls. And you don't have to whisper. You can just sort of, somebody comes in. She kept going over to the hand sanitizer. I thought, uh, oh, great. I can make it, I can, you know, call a few people, call my brother, get caught up with him. She wipes her hands, and then she goes back, starts working out. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. You're not, it's not helping you. Meanwhile, that makes no sense at all. I'm just saying things that it does help her. She's probably good for her for working out, but I'm like, uh, come on, you fuck. Yeah, get out of my gym. Get out of the gym and stop with your dumb TV. What are you watching? The what news? are you watching? Oh, I'm going to watch the news. and we're, Shut up. You're turning on part of a movie you haven't seen before. Right, and you're going to work out. You're going to work out, out as you hotel. watch it. Yeah, check, right, out, check out, the out the hotel. Get the fuck you're out insane. of here. You're insane. I'm training. I'm important, and you need to check out of this hotel. Yeah. No, I'm just going to stay in here for as long as you. 
Yeah, that's the other thing. <laughs> Read what are you my fucking body doing? language. I would. Yes. Do you see that? I'm, I was in a hotel gym the day Prince died, and no one asked me how I felt. Did you want him to? I was upset, <laughs> and I didn't want this guy in there watching half of a movie on TNT. Check out of the hotel. I'm upset about Prince. Ugh. Get out of here. I need the hotel to myself. Get out of here. You want to be that guy and I'm working out? You want to talk to me? Oh, I oh, I want let me do what I want to do. <laughs> okay. Can I act like a Okay, I'm on a <laughs> Okay, move away from the mic it sounds okay. like. Okay. You, okay, now for the people at home that are listening, you're running. You know what do I do? I come over. I'm going to do the free weights. So I'm over here with free weights. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Get out. Get out. <laughs> Check out of the ho- Get out, man. Check what? out of that. It's my gym. What are you talking about? Hey, man, this is my gym. You got to get out of here. I'm working out. Get out of my gym. Check out of the hotel. Check out of the hotel? I'm upset. I just heard about Prince. <laughs> Put down the weights. St- Put down the I'm weights. I'm working out. This is everybody's hotel. Don't you touch already... the towels. Do not, do not claim that bench and get out of the gym. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Do I look like I'm kidding? You know You're in my a... private gym. No, it's just... <laughs> You might think it's your private gym, but it's not. Get your this guy out of here. Get to the security, I don't have. You what? To a posse, I don't have. Yeah. Get, get this, this guy, guy out of here. Oh my god, that's a good thing to do. You always. Act what if you were like Sinatra, but you get lost your fame? Yeah. Me. No one's listening. Yeah. What if you had that at one point in your life and you didn't have it anymore? Like, what if Frank Sinatra had been so washed up he had no more friends or money, but he still went? Get this guy out of here. No one's doing anything. No one's doing it. There's no one around him, and everyone feels bad for him. Do you want to hear Elvis Presley complaining that the media is getting the wrong? W- you know, the media can fuck a lot of things up, but I don't know in this case. This is Elvis complaining on stage in front Absolutely, of the audience. Absolutely, yes. In this day and time, you can't even get sick. You are strung out. Oh, oh no. by God, I'll tell you something, friend. I have never been strung out. In my life, except on music. How small is this crowd? It's pretty big. When I got sick here in the hotel, <laughs> I don't know. I felt bad. I, I got sick here that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. From <sighs> three different sources, I heard I was strung out on heroin. I swear to God, hotel employees, Jack, bellboys, freaks that carry your luggage up to the room. Freaks. People freaks. working around, you know, talking. <laughs> That's how the rumors Age. get started. You call the bellhops freaks. Yeah, I was sick. I was, you know, I was getting, had a doctor, had the flu, and I got over one day. Was I? And that was it. All across this town, I was strung out. So I told him earlier, and don't you get offended, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking to somebody else. Don't you get offended. If I find or hear the individual that has said that about me, I'm going to break your goddamn neck, you son of a bitch. That is dangerous, that is damaging to myself, to my little daughter, to my father, to my friends, my doctor. My doctor. Everybody in my relationship Yeah, it's rude you. to his doctor. You being I think rude to my dangerous. doctor. I think his doctor's on the phone. I'm tongue out by the roots. <laughs> no, you can be the doctor. Thank you very much. Hey. Hi, this is, yes, this is, uh, I'm, I'm the, the, the bellman. I don't know what you, you think. You freak. Who is this? This is the doctor. You freak. This is Elvis Presley's doctor? Yeah, you're spreading rumors that he's strung out when he had a 102 degree temperature. You know how that makes me look, let alone his father? <laughs> what a list of people. You know how that makes my daughter, my father, my doctor? Yeah, do you know? Three of my friends. Elvis, these, whatever he did at the end, play. I like it. I never was into freak, Elvis these, in, except I, for the last five years. Yeah, I loved the last year of his life when he had friends shampoo his hair. 
<laughs> this is when he could fall asleep and they go, if Elvis wants to sleep during a song, give me a little Elvis music, Kevin. Yeah. No, I want you to produce it. Put some reverb, please. Because for a while, he, if he didn't know the words, he'd just be talking. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> My pants come undone. Now, I don't want to make fun of him in a bad way. But what's is there a good way? No. No. Well, I, I think what I'm making fun of is the lackeys that were like, you know, Elvis would be like, wise men say only fools. And then they're like, if Elvis wants to sleep. He knows he wants to sleep. Like they would kiss his ass. And the other guy, Elvis needs help. He's on drugs. And I picture the, the lackey. If Elvis wants to sleep during a song, Elvis knows what the audience wants. Yeah. That's not just what you're picturing. That's what happened. That it, oh, you're right. Also, what what were his crowds? I don't like. I see photos of him. It's like a hotel ballroom. It's weird. Well, his fame was weird. It's hard to figure out a lot of that that era. Like also, the the I I know that uh, people get ex- obsessed uh, to see stars now, like singing, especially when it's like a Justin Bieber. Yeah. Okay, I know, but it's less than it was then because I think sexual. Repression was so much then, and I know they scream loud now. I get it. I've seen them scream. You know, we all have for like you know. But it's right. not. Then they would like. It when was, it was not the Beatles. Cathartic. It was like, ah! they couldn't. They, they pissed themselves a lot. I think you're. Hey, by the way, no, they really did. I think you're too George Carlin. You're probably right. No, 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 they really did. There's how do you, so how do you many, know that? There's so many stories of Rolling Stones and Beatles concerts where ushers would be like the seats and aisles were filled with piss. Do you, do, do is that true? I have heard that for sure. Guess what? If I bet it's true because they didn't know how to deal with sexuality. And then all of a sudden there's these people like when when some of those people st- started what they did, like the, the, the band behind them hadn't even caught up yet. So it was a very traditional band. And then the lead singer would be like this. So outrageous. And oh, yeah. Audience, Elvis's first guys are weird. It looks yeah. like the, he's singing. And then there's they like, look like his his like sister's husbands. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then the audience didn't know what to do, so they would, like, freak out and just scream. Scream and sort of laugh, too. Like, they didn't know what. It was They like didn't cackling. know what to do, yeah, and they were probably coming all over the place, just <laughs> gushing, come Whoa, everywhere. Whoa, family show. <laughs> family show. What? You could sing if you could do that. Wise men. You don't have to know the word. The you music. Talk to my, anyone talk to my doctor? Anyone who's ever talked to my doctor or talked about you freak sissies in the bellhop squad you, and the valets are freaks. You can't even get sick anymore. You can't get sick anymore. These valets are such pussies, they won't even. Tell everyone you have 102 temperature. Tell, tell, tell you. They'll and talk them. about my daughter, doctor. I was strung out. Strung out on heroin. I was strung out. Do you know what this does to my doctor's daughter? <laughs> what about my doctor's father? Have you ever considered... Keep going. He keeps bringing up too many people. He's trying to give... Have you ever and, considered and way, my friend Murph? One more thing. The, van, the band just keeps vamping because they don't know yeah. how long he's going to talk. Start it Take over. Take my hand. Start it over. Take my whole... I have a list of doctors 
Dr. Adam Edelstein, upset at the rumors. His daughter, Talia Edelstein, upset. Dr. Mike Pritchard, besmirched by the pussies in the bellhop squad. I'm just basically I have to go to the commode. 5,000 people up on stage. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you don't know what this does to my doctor's daughter and my doctor's daughter's son and his friends. My doctor's daughter's cousin's brother's sister's sister-in-law's brother's cousin's uncle. My doctor's son's girlfriend is furious. Friend that went out with her, her mother's her friend. Her friend from winter break. That she met 15 years ago 15 years ago. And oh. I'm not saying this to you. No, I'm not but saying I'll it to you. But I'll your fucking pansy neck. And I'll crush your fucking skull if you ever talk about my doctor's friends. And I'm not talking to this audience here tonight, but I would, I will take my thumbs and dig them into your esophagus. If I'm not talking to you tonight, but I'm talking to tomorrow's audience. My doctor's friends, daughters, cousins, sisters, brothers, uncles, sister-in-laws, brothers, nieces, nephews, neighbors. doctor. And my doctor's sons, friends. Need to know the song. You can sing. Uh, you can sing Elvis now, songs anywhere. Watch. How off key am I? In love, love will you? I actually sound because I'm good. a wildly tone deaf person, you and in what? my ears right now, it sounds good. Can I tell you with the reverb, it does. Yeah. Hold on. Can you pull karaoke up this song with the words? With the words? Yeah. Just give it a shot. This is a safe zone. No, I'm fine with this. What time is it? Because we probably have to... 8.21. We're going to go in for the close. Okay, great. Wow. You doing all right? I'm doing so good. Remember when I took over the show, everyone? Yeah. No, did you? Did he do a good job? So good. I've, I've got those papers. No, was it seriously? Was it good? Yeah, Todd. I did a good job on this show. I think we should... No, honestly, was it really maybe, good? Maybe it was one of the segment best segment a little bit things I've ever heard. So well done. What did he talk about then? One at a time. All the political... No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, because I think I'm on to something. Eric and you alone. Eric? What did he talk about? He talked about Pokemon no. TV and all... I, no, oh, stop. Stop! Eric alone. I think that you guys are bullshitting me. Eric alone... What did he talk about? Talked about well, Donald Trump and he, how he's such a monster. People tend to oh. can't even control his staff. <laughs> she doesn't his staff is all talking at once. And if this is the ending, then I don't even know why I bothered. So let's get... I would like to close with you singing, actually. Okay. That's what we should do. But can I but play? let's trade off. I don't want to just solo for the whole song. Well, oh, we'll go back. We'll Everybody, we'll, we'll go. The, we'll the, all sing. And we're doing an after show, too, Eric. So I got, oh, I cannot wait to play your song. Eric Olson. It's one of my favorite songs that Lyricist Joe ever did. You know my, you know my fi- first favorite song that he did? What is it? It was... Uh, uh, row, row, row your boat. This could, John, 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 John this could be your outgoing. John, John, yes, this could be my outgoing message. John, 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 John,
Have you been to Lucy's Auto Body? They're good, right? Yeah. Ah, you just did a commercial. Ask me again. Have you ever heard of Lucy's Auto Body? Best in town, shit. Ah, you fucked up bad. Oh, we got John. We got John. We got John. We got John. John, 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 John Mulaney. John, 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 John Mulaney. John, 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 John John Mulaney. But sir, you've been coming to this gym for years. Honestly, and I'm not lying, I have never been to this gym before, and I'm being very honest with you. And I'm going to be honest with you that it's starting to be a little difficult for me to be nice to you. I have never been in here except for maybe... Maybe, and I said 10 before. The truth is, I've never been in this gym. I have never walked into this gym. I'm on television. Maybe you recognize me from that. Oh, don't pull that card. I don't, I don't know what to do. May you I wet join you, your gym? You wet your shirt. I'm just putting it all together now. <laughs> You've been wetting your shirt and coming in for these 10 years. I what? You wet your shirt. I swear to God I never wet my shirt. Never. I'm looking me in the eye. May my first child be born with a, a stutter that's oh, so hard to oh, get rid of. Don't, e- don't bother. Don't even. I'll give you the membership. I've never been in this gym before. I, I don't know what to do to convince you. Look me in the eye. Why I'm looking right at you as I have I afford- every day for the past nine no, years. No, you haven't. Do you think I can't afford $35? I don't know what your end game is, but you're making me feel crazy. And you know what that's like to do to a person? To take away their sanity? Listen. Because I'm, you sneak into I'm a gym? So, I, how do you want this story to go? I, I feel like I, I did sneak. Lie to her that it was your twin brother. I'm going to be honest with you because I am tired of fucking the shit. And I'm tired of this I'm story. tired of lying. I can't take it. Just let me just get this out of my mind. I have a twin brother. Oh, okay. Let me enter your information. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, that's Elvis's crowd? Ugh. Can I, pl- I want to do play two things for you real quick. Yeah. And then we're going to go in for the close. John, you were so much fun. You were so fun. It goes too quick every week. It goes too quick. It goes too quick. I want you to have a good show at the Improv. Thank you. I'm on um, at 10.15 p.m. Well, it's all right. You think they'll start on time? Mm, they start pretty close to on time over okay. there. Can you play this? I don't know why. Oh, a lion. All right. Um, oh, my God. It scared everybody. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the funniest thing. Did you think it was a real lion? Ever in the world. Do I have anything else to play? To, to the way, the, the length it took to cue that, <laughs> everything about it, that was so funny. And then that's the payoff. That's the payoff. And the payoff, by the way, and I'm not knocking it, the payoff is worth it. Okay. Because here's For what happened. For a guy to act not that <laughs> phased you hear, by a lion. You hear me getting the post-it, hitting my microphone. So there's a lot of... And then Showing I, it to him twice. Yeah, and then I have to show it to him. And then he, he didn't then see I, it the first did, time. And then I pick it back up. All right, and then, then he play finally it. plays it. And then I go... Play it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God, a lion. Um, so here's what I'd like to do. So funny. <laughs> all that for That's that. so funny. Okay, I want to make sure I played all your jingles. I did. 
Um, I want to play one thing for you. Never yeah, mind. yeah, and yeah. Then I, you're, I want you to. I think. Look, if you're, this is a safe zone. I yeah. think. I think we can close with you doing Elvis. We'll all take our turn. I think we should all take a we'll turn. We'll put. We'll, yeah, but everyone at the table. You have your mic over there. We'll go around. Whoever wants to do it, we'll close. We'll just, just do an album. We'll, f- we'll find a good song. But this song here, I want to play this for you real quick, and then we're going to do uh-huh. that. So this song, you'll hear at one point. I'm to George Carlin. He goes, <laughs> and it's like, and it's a woman, and she has known to have a quite of a vocal range in her voice, from uh-huh. very deep to she can also sound very, um, you know, uh, you know the, the, whatever the notes are all over the place. So, But this is a real song. That means this woman had to go into a producer and, and say, I want you to score this. You know, I want trumpets, I want... And they go, well, what do you want to, you know? And then this is what happened. This is, they did the job, I guess. Of course it's a Todd Glass show. Of course I'm not going to do a bad show. I guess it's John Mulaney. Now, this is, this is what he does. She goes in... Let me start it all over again. By the way, to George Carlin, this happened. It's like, I want to go like that, and then I want to go... Zoom, papa, papa, the guy goes, well, I think I, can, I think I can do it. Now, when you hear it, there's going to be a part where you're going, well, he was sort of right. That had to happen. <laughs> of course, this is James and Mulaney show. He's coming here. <laughs> she hears it. He brings her into the studio. She likes it. She approaches the mic. Put a little reverb. And he's playing what he did with her tracks. She already did her tracks. <laughs> This is really good. Okay, do I like this ironically? And I know you're going to have an answer. Or do I just like it? You you just like it. Is that okay? This is like your knock three times. Oh, you mean... God. Knock three Three times on the Bingy, bingy, bong, bong. Bing, 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 bing. Bong, 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 bong. Knock three times on the ceiling if you love me. Once on the floor, twice on the bar. Hold on, it's worth it. It's worth it what I'm going to do. May I have that drumstick? Knock three times on the... uh, Twice on the pipe. If the answer is no... (laughs) Worth it. Oh, my darling. Bing, bang, boom. Bingy, bongy, bingy. That was it. Bong, 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 bong. Bong, wow. By the way, isn't it <laughs> that sad? was it? Bingy, 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 bongy. Does anybody else in this room? There's a ten dollar prize. No, the one other comedian out of all silly or dumb shit or just letting go- loose who had the same joke that they liked. Does anybody know? Because we talked about it one other time on the podcast. Pat Oswald. He liked knocking times. I remember seeing you think doing that and thinking, "Oh my god!" And I thought that was something I would be embarrassed to do. Like I'd be like, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't do that here." You, it was so good. It was so much fun to do at comedy clubs. Just open it up. Wow! 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 Bingy! Anyway. Bingy! Bingy! Bong! This is my favorite part. Bong! 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 It's bingy! So, bong! Can it's you play so the real great. song? Can you? So, oh my darling! Knock three times on the ceiling if you love me. Oh, once play the real song, and then we're gonna do. We're gonna pick something for you. And then we'll, we'll do. <coughs> it's called Knock Three Times. Tony Orlando. Oh Jesus Christ! Matt, what if you could touch music? What if this was it? What's this? What if this was it, Aaron? It's an ad. Fuck ads. Ads, ads, can, ads can suck my dick. We'll buy the music. Stooge. How dare you? What are you, Call from the Better Business stooge. Bureau? What are you the, from the Better Business Bureau? 
Don't report me to the gym, John. Here we go. <laughs> I would play the real version. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Then I would do this. I can feel the music growing. I can feel the body growing. One floor below me, you don't even know me. I love you. My favorite part was coming up. Oh, my darling. Bing, bang, boom. Bingy, bongy, bingy, bongy. Once on the floor. Twice on the pipe. If the answer is no. When did you start doing that? How did that start? It started by just hearing that song and liking it, and then just, you know... You love I to gotta, start shows well. I do. I've been, you know... you. Was it a reaction to comedians that don't start fun enough? No, I didn't do that before the show. I did that during my act. No, no, I know it wasn't before the show. But wouldn't you open with it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I Just because I felt like it was just so stupid. You know what it was? I do have a serious a answer best. for it. The M okay, bar yeah. was... yeah. You know, whenever you see something in a movie, you think they overly dramatize everything because they do a lot, but sometimes they don't. And if if my life was being shown what that scene did for me, it was really good. It really Embar was really big. It, it did. It, it, it like I learned how I could do bits, and I could you know, and, and I really sort of figured out what what I wanted to do. How you want to use the audience too? Yeah, yeah, and, and that I could do anything I wanted <clears throat> to do too. That right. I didn't have to be this or that or serious or silly. I yeah. could just go up there. And that scene. Do you, were you? When did you move out here? Well, I didn't move out here till like two years ago, but I started coming here in 2005. So you remember the M bar? Yeah, I was mm. the, maybe the tail end of it. As men say, doctor, only fools rush in, daughter, but I can't help. This is the easy part. Falling. Tell you in the middle of this song, there's a word out there on the street that I'm strung out. 
I ain't fucking strung out. Like a river flow, surely to the sea, darling, so it goes, something are meant to be. The Todd Glass Show, everybody, go to bed. Take my hand, take my whole life too. show. We're back with the part two. This is the after show. The after John Mulaney show with Eric. Aaron Simon and Aristotle and on the board tonight the incomparable the incomparable Aaron Roach. Rocha. Right? However you want to say it. Thank you. We're back. You know, you know, um, how are you doing, Eric? I'm great. Who's talking? The song. Who? The song was talking? Oh, what does he say? I never listened to it that far. Does he say more? (laughs) Let's listen. He, He ends it with pussy. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Oh, really? What kind of show do we have? Oh, how dare he. Harris. You're still here? That's crass. He goes, you're still here? This is um, awkward. (laughs) After all that? (laughs) um, Yeah. Uh, What what have you been up to then? uh, (laughs) To George Carr, and this comes after that. Yeah. Um, After all that hard... I love that after I never heard it that far. Remember the the French guy, the Pousset? Pousset. He made it sound. Well, guess what, everybody? Eric Olson is back. We should have brought you with this last week. Huh? What? Reverb! Shut up. Get out. What? This is so good. This is so good. It's inspiring. Ah, uh, yes. Part two. Got chill. I think I know now what the show could use. Someone who's been missing for a while. I realize maybe he was gone too long, but he's moving out.
JJ's not here, so I do trumpet. It sounds the same. No, it's me. No, Eric, it's me. Keep turning around. Did you really think JJ was here? Yeah, I thought he was playing the trumpet. There, where is he? How good was that song? That's uh, that gave me chills. Right? Thank you know what, Joe? Joe? You did outdo yourself. And 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 I know you probably he did get his voice got a little hoarse doing that for you. Uh, I don't know what he wants from us. Got tell a your horse? What tell him a horse? <laughs> tell your doctor, what do you want from us? Just sing the goddamn songs. We don't want complaining. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Oh, that my voice from- is hoarse. Well, you're our musical director. <laughs> you know who else's voice is hoarse? Another guy that's uh, got a hoarse voice. <laughs> I didn't put Elvis. a lot into that. Elvis Presley. Sure, Elvis Presley. You know about Elvis. <laughs> yeah, sure. Elvis Presley, he knows what it feels like. You know, ridiculous. You can't get sick. You are strung out. Hey. Oh, by God, I'll tell you something, friend. I have never been strung out in my life. And ended up he was lying. Right. That's He's the worst part now. about it. Yeah. He goes, I'd never been. Put some reverb in my I'd never I been. I sick here in the hotel. I got sicker that one night. I had 102 temperature. They wouldn't let me perform. Uh, I've never been strung out. As he's saying it, he's strung out. The band's vamping behind him. You know, you know how they do that? Like, they'll just play the song and the entertainer can sing. That's what Elvis would be doing, sir. Let's clean. Ah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've never been strung out. Be Elvis lying. I've never been strung out. Yeah, I've never been strung out, but I, uh, I've never been strung out in my life. Huh? I'll never be. And I, I'll I, never be. I didn't say I was strung out. I feel like I have a bit of a temperature now. I had, 102, I had 102 temperature. But these freaks! I don't think that was really Elvis, because I heard he was a pretty sweet, nice person. But, you know, when you're on drugs, you know, he calls him freaks. Well, Elvis he was probably got drugs. embarrassed that the word was getting out. And Bellman probably talked. But why shouldn't they? That guy was taking shits all... No. I have to have a classy show. I've never been... <clears throat> I've never been strung out a day of my life. But these freaks I've never been strung out a day in my life I don't even know what heroin is What is it? What is it? Raise your hand if you know what heroin is Who's in my crowd? I had a 102 temperature And if you knew this is detrimental To me My child My dentist My dentist (laughs) My orthopedic surgeon (laughs) And it's bad to the guy who cuts my lawn (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you my backup singers, they don't need this. And a girl who once washed my shoe <laughs> is probably going to be somewhat humiliated. Humili- <laughs> humiliated. Because she used to be able to tell everybody I she met Elvis. used to take care of his shoes. Now she takes care of the shoes of a water drop. I would, if, if I find out who did this, I will come by. And I'm not talking to you people. Don't be scared. But I'll tell you the truth. 
If I find the person who said this stuff about me, I'll murder your children. I'll mur- I, I will go nutso in your house with a two by four and a thumbtack. Hello, is anybody there? Okay, so what we're going to do in this show, we're going to have fun and we're going to relax mm. and we're going to enjoy ourselves because, oh, by the way, Eric um, has to take pictures. And um, put them up. You, no, not not you, but like I think you're going to orchestrate it, even if it means Nick comes in here and gets some pictures. And we're going to put them up on Facebook. Now, if people don't start seeing, we're, we're already going to start live streaming. But if people feel we're not live streaming enough or putting pictures up on Facebook, when I say like, you know, like, oh, by the way, I'm, I'm only telling you this because you're the one that said it. So I don't, you know, I'm just telling you this is what's going to happen. L-S-E and Eric Tweet him if he doesn't post the stuff Yeah, if you don't, if you don't So if, we, if people go, oh, we're going to tweet a picture Of what it looked like here in the studio And you, and, then, and, you, and if the pictures aren't up there, people are going to tweet you That's what's going to happen O-H-L-S-E and Eric Tweet him if he doesn't post the stuff Yeah, 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 that's what's going to happen People are going to hear that And then they're going to go to your Twitter Because it's going to be stuck in their head O-H-L-S-E and Eric Tweet him if he doesn't post the stuff that's what's going to happen. That gets, seriously, that'll get in somebody's head. They'll be like, wait, hey, on the show, we're going to put a picture up there. We're going to live stream. And then people are going to go, wait a second. What do I do? What? Huh? O-H-L-S-E and Eric. Tweet him if he doesn't post the stuff. Now, I want to talk about Fair something. Enough. I want to talk about something before we talk about you, your journey. I'm a good interviewer. You haven't been around in a while. Three years. Fuck. I'm like a serious journalist now. Did you hear? <laughs> No, did you hear about it? I guess that's what they're saying. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it spread to Boise. Thank People you. People were talking about it. So Aaron Simon, he sits over there. Picking shit out of his pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he tells me, I have a carport yeah. for our new listeners. I don't take for granted people listen to any shows. <laughs> I feel bad if I say one thing to him. Now he's ready to talk. He's like, what do what, what I got to do? Do I got to... I, I want to be professional. I, last time, I didn't feel like I brought it home. But I'm just setting it up to play this song. And, uh, you know, it might be someone, this is the first show they listen to. They might, this is the first show someone listens to. They don't know, so I'm telling them that he came in here. I have a carport. I live in Davis, California. We have a ping pong. I got an awesome brother with a lot of YouTube followers. My dad, Mark, is, is this documented? sick tits. It means his dad is... It's a compliment. That's like when those guys got that free ice cream go, or the free food at McDonald's. Sick tits. Sick tits, dude. So if they met his dad and they thought he's a cool guy, they'd be like, man, that guy's cool. Aaron's dad is cool. Sick tits, man. Mark Simon. Mark Simon. Sure. And he tells me about a Subaru and all this and all that and a little bit of this. And then, uh, you know, Joe, he listens to everything. Sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, hello, we have a ping-pong table. Move aside. Hey, I hope my... When Aaron Simon plays his favorite podcast... Can you picture him in bed kicking his back feet? He sits Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Do you know what I mean when I'm talking when he lays in bed? Like, he's got both elbows on his bed and on his pillow, and then his feet are kicking in the air. I pictured him in a hammock. He's got a hammock in his bedroom. Oh, he does have a hammock. <laughs> he has a hammock in his bedroom. <laughs> And he just and he, and he and he's got a good relationship with his parents, but sometimes when he it seems like every time he goes to listen to the Todd Glass show, his parents are calling him. So he's like, "Mom," like that's what I picture. <laughs> I'm trying to listen to the Todd Glass show. What did? Get out of my room. What did? <laughs> Mom, I'm trying to listen to the Todd Glass show. 
John Mulaney's talking about how he used to sneak into the gym for free. <laughs> well, honey, that's robbery. I don't know how you can look up to a guy who's a thief. Well, he has a lot of good qualities, too, and that doesn't outweigh them. Yeah, he eats at Whole Foods, too, sweetheart. <laughs> and he steals hotel towels, and he sneaks into gyms. This is not a good person. Just because he, you know, doesn't say certain words, that's not enough. Mom, why don't you ever like any of my friends? <laughs> and he's in bed, and he's, you're right, he's in the hammock, and his feet are kicking back and forth. You know what I mean? It's the only time he's happy. He's, like, got both hands on his face. And he's like smiling. His fingers interlocked behind Thin his head. Is, yes, there you go in the hammock. Backwards, fingers interlocked, smiling. He's got gumby bears next to him. He, he has all the show's foods. So like on one side he has Reese's cups, licorice. He has them all. Like so he can just go up and down. And he and and then uh, and then um, you know, I'm just saying. And then this song, you know, you can picture it. It's his. You, oh, you already see him in the hammock, smiling. Listening to his favorite podcast. When Aaron Simon plays his favorite podcast. Mom! He there he goes. He's doing it for us. In the shade to hear Todd Glass. Under the cardboard. What? There's lions out there Playing in Davis. Playing ping pong in the shade. Sounds like pure bliss. Here's my favorite part. Under the carport. He's got a Subaru. Under the carport. Big pong tables too. Under the carport. Feeling out in the shade. Under the carport. He's got his Wow. Carport. 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 I am so comfortable in this room. Two air conditioners. I'm going to get five. You know what I thought about doing? What's it turn to just turn this into a meat locker? You know what I mean? Like refrigerated walls. And then just rebuild the show inside of a refrigerator. <laughs> I'm serious. Like if we were not, not a freezer, a refrigerator. The walk-in podcast. A walk-in podcast with a door like on a, on a, that you get, you lock, you know, you know, we're all picturing that same goddamn door. Click. Oops, we're locked in. Okay, if it's good enough for the Brady Bunch, why should we ever stop doing that scene where people get locked in the meat locker? Aristotle, how's your dog, Glenn? No, it's not Glenn. It's, uh, don't, 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 don't tell me. Who thinks they know Aristotle's dog? Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Yeah. That's right. That's my boy. Hey, Jeffy. Jeff, does he listen to the show? Always. Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. 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 Who's the Jeffy? Good boy? Who's the good boy, Jeffy? <laughs> Jeffy, take a shit on Aristotle's uh, things. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> Too late. Wait, that means he already did it? He's that bad boy. Wow. <clears throat> I'll tell you right now. Make, make it sound like he's definitely on something, and he's saying he's not. It's, it's worse. Well, uh, people accuse me of uh, taking a bunch of pills, but uh, I might have had a Benadryl every now and then. But I ain't no junkie. I ain't a strung-out heroin addict. Just because I took a Benadryl and I got a fever of 102 doesn't mean that I... You know what this does to my, to my niece and her friends at the school? I never. I get some more reverb, please. 
Charlie. Ah. I never did a drug in my life. Why would I? And I'm supposed to say I was trying. I'll never be trying to live a life. Sure, I go on the road. And I go on the road. Maybe one in a while I have a... They have their drugs, their uppers and downers and all around. But I say, no way, man. That's not for the truth case. of the matter is, a guy has three Advil. <laughs> was that around back then, Advil? Three Tylenol. And you're strung out. Yeah. Well, I've never been strung out a day of my life except on, except on music. Wise men say... Only fools rush in, and I can't help falling in love with you. I've never been strung out a day of my life. You know how bad I wanted to hit that goddamn note? Punch a fucking puppy in the face. Well, let's do it. And I would never do that. You can't hit it if you can't hit it. You turn into that girl on YouTube who's getting... I understand her. She's, like, trying to hit the note. You know what I'm talking about? She's trying to hit a note, and she gets mad. I stopped playing it on the podcast because I felt for her. She's like, <laughs> ah, ah, she can't hit it. And then I felt bad for her. So, that's what I'm saying. I've never been strung out a day in my life. Strung out. I'll tell you what, my tailor the other day, and I thought, like, hey, <laughs> hey, go ahead. Hey. I, I can't do no Rodney. No, you just go, hey, hey. hey. I'm going to tell you something. As close as we are, anything that happens in this show, you only do what you're comfortable doing. Never go down a path. Never be confused and afraid to admit it. Whatever happens, this is a safe zone. I'm only repeating it because you haven't been around in a while. I don't want you to ever. Like, I, sometimes the next day you might go, to be honest, last night I was getting lost. Anything. You just say it in the present. Always be in the present. How do you think I'm doing as a host? Oh, you're doing. I like, don't be disrespectful. Hey, <laughs> um, how do you think I'm doing as a host? Great. No, don't just say it. Sing it. Aristotle. Ba-dum, ba-dum, bum, bum. Take it away, Eric. <laughs> don't just say it. Sing it. All right, listen. Let's do. Um, Bob sent this in. Now, I think I could do this if this is singing. Oh, Bob. Hey, Bobby. 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 Bobby Potato Face. Bob. Now, this is professional, and it's technically singing. I did get forwarded it, and they are performing. So, I mean, I don't know. I could. I think I could do this. I mean, I'm not, dis- I'm not saying it's not good. Why would I want to do it? I'm just saying I think I could sing this song, not in a disrespectful way. Maybe I'm wrong. Right? Am I, am I being disrespectful? Because if I know if John Mulaney comes back and catches me making fun of the arts, that motherfucker. Oops. But I don't like that word. I guess I just leave it in. I don't like it. It's a funny, crass word that I think is funny in situations where nobody used it to go, oh, sure, he pulls me aside, you. But do you think he wrote this song down before he sang it? Same thing with that other song. Look at this. Hold on. You know what I'd like to see? The, the, that Yes, he had to write it down. Hey, honey, how do you spell hippa hippa? How do you spell hippa hippa? Hippa hippa. <laughs> I 
enough with that shit. So anyway, we have a show to do. I have a lot to get to. Now this, I'm playing because someone sent it to me. I thought it was a, a, I don't know. I like sometimes kids' songs, they just stick in my head. Tyler uh, Ladman sent it in. But then he called and said, when am I playing it? I was like, well, don't you listen to the show? I thought he was going to listen to the show. It sounds like he was, play it, and I'll listen to your show. Well, then that, why would I play it for that? But, you know, usually if someone listens to sh- most of the people that send songs listen to the show all the time, and then they'll go, hey, they know the sensibility of the show. They'll be like, oh, you should listen to this. And they're pretty much always right. So that's what I thought this was. Oh, but then, then he seems to be like, do you know when you'll be playing it? Oh, I thought he said, Had, have you played it? He did say that today. He goes, have you played it? And, uh, but that one I could understand going, like, you know, you listen to the show, but you maybe you, you miss part of it. You, I, don't, I get it. I, mean, people, I, I fast forward sometimes. I think, did we miss it? But I don't think so. I think they just sent it to the show as to play it. But I don't think they're regular listeners to the show because then why would they say, um, when are you going to play it so we know where to listen to? That's what they <laughs> said in one of their emails. I mean, it is, you know. But I'm not, you know. It's all right. I'm not in a hurry. Are you? Because I'm not. Because of one, two, three. Let a finger, let a finger, where are you? Freddy Finger. Here I am, here I am, how do you do? Mommy finger, mommy finger, where are you? Here I am, here I am, how do you do? Let a finger, let a finger, where are you? Here I am, here I am, how do you do? Mommy finger, mommy finger, where are you? Here I am, here I am, how do you do? How do we do? That's not what I was expecting for a kid's song. What type of show do I have? Uh, Chris That's Hardwick. A, that was a rap, but they only rhymed one word the whole time. I like the song, and they're going to listen, Eric. Now that I'm, I'm telling them to tweet you, because <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think... And that uh, you didn't let me finish. Uh, they, <laughs> they tweeted the word... <laughs> They rhymed sorry, one word the whole finish. time, and that's why I loved it. I knew it because it's not. But I, I like the uh, uh, yeah, operator. <laughs> I did like it. By the way, I did like it in the beginning. I had a catchy tune. I just didn't get to it because sometimes you just go another way. You know, you like you think you're going to play something. Most of the time, I do. Other times, you go, oh, I'll do it next week, and then some stuff gets lost in the shuffle. And that, but that's why when they emailed me back, you know, I was like, wait a second, are they just scouring around the? But guess what? I do like it. And by the way, the, there is some vo- there's some in the in the the girl the the woman I should say that sings in there has a really pretty voice. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm not stupid, you know. Um, I'm in full control of this show. You know how this all started? Back in the old studio, the guy would come by, put his lips. You know how the cars, the two doors would open and a car could drive in? Mm-hmm. Two big doors would open. So there's like a wider space in between those doors. He would come to the end. He would stick his lips in there and start screaming, Aristotle. I said, Aristotle, go down there and record them. Picture them. Yeah, yeah. 
play it from the beginning. He would just come over. Was this a listener of the show? Listener of the show. He would come. He loved it. So we put music to it. The original recording. There's no music. It's just him screaming in the window. I couldn't do the show. That's why we had to leave there. Picture. Are you picturing it? This is why. You yeah, we had to bar. leave because he would sit on the bottom of La Cienega Boulevard, put his lips because there was like an inch gap in the door. So you could hear it. And we'd hear. He likes a well-produced show. <laughs> Nick Lipa, uh, what did he tell you? What did Nick Lipa tell you? He said he talks that. about people he doesn't even know. He talks, talks too much. He just talks too much. Bum 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 bum. He boom bum 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 boom be and boom be bum bum. He boomy boomy bimby bum bum be bum bum. He talks. He talks too much. He talks about hey. <laughs> Hard on the drums, Aristotle. Let's see if people can hear you at home. Go nuts. It's your showcase. Talk to machine. Nick. Oh, he said uh, there should be a, a barber that's open until midnight. For uh, people that can feel their hair growing. What? <laughs> you talk about people you don't. Do you uh, do you think that there's Uber drivers uh, that, or Postmates that, that they eat the fries? I know, and I go, well, what are they going to do when they get there and there's no fries? He goes, they'll just go back and get them. Yeah, they have to go back, but they got to eat the fries. Yeah. You know, that's what Nick would do. <laughs> Nick would take... Ro- I, by the way, I, can I tell you the truth? If I was driving food, I can't say I wouldn't take a little roast beef off the bun, <laughs> wrap it back up neatly. I'm not going to lie to you. I, uh, you know, I, I'm tired of these little white lies I have to make in life. Would I unwrap it and take a teeny bit of roast beef? Yeah, because I'm clean. I'm not, like, you know, sweating all over it. Ay, ay, ay. It's a crazy world out there. <laughs> it's crazy. Sure, that's my new tagline. Silly, lily, 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 lie. Silly, lily, lily, Say what we were, 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 we she this sings. is really good. I yeah, thought this was a shitty person. Oh singing. no, this it's is my golden. Yeah, she, this is amazing. She loves to sing. How did you teach her that? I, I, it's a very long story. <laughs> it's a long story. <laughs> She's good. Yeah, to tell you the truth, when I thought this was a person, no, it was oh, stop it already. But now that stop I know it this is your dog, stop it. Amazing. Stop it already. A, per- a person. It's my dog. This is sad. No, not that I'm playing it. Not the person. Um, you said it was a dog. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll tell you. Hey, 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 hey! Just make sounds. Bing, bang, boom, bang, bang. 
Whatever sound he makes, we all have to make. Whatever sound he makes, we all have to make. Oh, chewing gum. Speaking of chewing gum, thank you. So nothing ever was said. I want you to act like you're chewing gum and read things out of the book here, because nothing ever, like Robbie Kirkhoff said, you don't, no one says brilliant things while they're chewing gum. It just doesn't go together. Can you put some reverb in his gum? We have a lot of money on this show. Hello? Sometimes I feel, when I'm afraid, that I'll never make the grade. So I start pretending I'm someone else, and that's how I show the world my other self. I'm not, I'm not quite sure of me, you see, when I, when I have to make a clown face. Read a shorter one. Read another one, chewing gum. Find a good one. The child is in me still, and sometimes not so still. Oh, these are quotes from Mr. Rogers. The best gift you can give yourself. Oh, now, hold on, sorry. The best gift you can give someone is your honest self. If you mention it, you can manage it. If it's mentionable, if, I'm not even reading the book. These are ones <laughs> I have in my head. Shit. How are you? Good Turn good. the reverb off. No bells and whistles. I don't want no bells and whistles. I don't need no bells and whistles. I don't need no stinking bells and whistles. Hey, but I need a little drum beat, please. It's the Togless Show, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, I'm going to do a good show. It's part two. I never give up. I never walk through a show like a piece of shit. We're going to have so much fun. On drums, it's Aristotle. Eric Olsen's in the studio. Are you shitting me? Aaron Simon's here. And Mr. It's the Todd Glass Show across America. 45,000 downloads a week. Are you shitting me? What? Right, come on, come on. I have a show. I have a show. I'm losing listeners right now as we speak. People are already, people are taking their headphones off and chopping them with scissors. <laughs> That's Seriously, extreme. people right now, cut, cut, cut. I can't take it anymore. I mean, there's one thing to be silly, but there's too much music on the show now. By the way, you should be dancing when we play music, just like get into it. Lay on the sofa. Pull your pants off. Have fun. Live a little. <laughs> right. Now, now is the perfect time to explore yourself. During your show, you take your pants off. You have fun. We make you laugh. You play with yourself. You stick stuff in there. Whatever you got. Yeah, whatever you Whatever you like into. to do. Whatever you're into. <laughs> you're so open-minded. Just relax. Be yourself. Relax and be yourself. That's what I've been if trying to If you want to shove things in uh, you, no judgment here. Well, first of all... Uh, um. People should do what uh, is, is nice. Judge anybody. You know how some people won't argue about social issues, but they'll argue about who has the better pizza, like with the same throth that I argue about social issues. <laughs> you know what I mean? Those, uh, where you, where the best pizza you can get, best pizza, you got to go to Chicago. They got the Are best pizza. You fucking fu- kidding me, Are Chicago? You, oh, I you got an idea. Been to New York? Let's, let's take, a, let's take a, um, a, um, a direction here because I started to do the th- typical Italian voice. This is, I love this direction because I don't know if I could do it. 
we're passionate, but no, no, no parody of it. Just, just like tough, but not that tough. No, not that's that. Hard. What am I? Uh, right? Do you mind that I'm trying to do it? Because could I be right? Yeah, but we're gonna slip right into it. Well, <laughs> let's just give it our okay. best shot. Okay, just let's just try. Here we go. I'll tell you the best pizza. Oh, this fucking nah, guy. This fucking nah, guy. In Chicago. Nah, I feel like we. I feel like we went right back to it. You. Were oh, right. I was being myself. Uh, okay, now to George Carlin. Let's try to honestly do it. Just as like whatever character we choose, they just go. It's not a parody of an Italian guy. You're in a. You're in a. You know. You're in a movie. You're just two guys passionate about something. Oh, the best pizza. It's hard. I don't want to do it if I can't do that over-the-top voice. And as my show, I say it's okay. So let's start the bit. <laughs> the best pizza in the world is Italian in Chicago. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Chicago. Deep dick. Deep dish is the only pizza in New York. Fuck New York pizza. It's too thin. I, I can't even fuck you. Deep fuck you. Chicago fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Dumb fuck you. New York so great. New York is so great. That's where you get a fucking out of the gym. You know where you get a deep dish? I'll tell you where you get a deep dish. How about these people? They just are comfortable with what they know. So they'll be like, you know, the only place you can get a good taco? You, uh, Houston. Because it's what they're used to. You know what I mean? That's I've never been nobody nowhere else. But I tell you, best tacos are in Houston. The best tacos. And I've never been nowhere else. There ain't nowhere else. But you can't get a better taco than Houston. Fuck you. The Taco Bell Fuck in Houston. You. <laughs> the Taco Bell in Houston. God damn it. God damn it. God damn it. You're back. God damn it. You are back. Eric Olsen is back. Back, baby. Eric Olsen's back. Eric Olsen's back. Eric Olsen's back. I want to take this time to thank. Aaron Rocha. Thanks. He does the board. I'm handing him notes, and I'm confused all the time, and he's always pleasant, even though and sometimes he thinks, oh, this is going to look like... And I hold pieces of paper up, and I can't even see it, and then I throw them, and then he has to go look for them. <laughs> but he's good. He does a good job, and you're doing a, and you're great. Thanks. Right? You guys are all I've got. I've got nothing. I mean, maybe this house and maybe 300000 in a nest egg. Well, that's a lot. Well, I got Most my... people live paycheck to paycheck. I wish I did. <laughs> I wish I lived paycheck to paycheck. That's when I used to enjoy life. So having all this money stresses you out? Yeah. I mean, I, I remember, you know, I used to... I, uh, <laughs> okay, let's... Oh, no. Oh, well, you can't have fun anymore? We don't even com. start. I feel like it's just totally... Now we can't do anything anymore. It just seems like... Uh, do you want to play the liberal redneck? I love him. Hi, the internet. Hold on one second. Hold on one second here. Don't get carried away. Um, he always does such a great job of pointing out stuff that I didn't even realize. And why do I play it? Because I love it. He this, has a very different perspective. Than- he hits it. He thinks the way I do. But this is the compliment that I give him. He thinks the way I wish I could think sometimes. He gets it out. Sometimes I do get it out. But for me, I I get it. Sometimes I bring clarity to an issue. And that's what you always hope you can do, that you can crisply hit it and just from another angle and just squeeze the... 
the logic out of it. You know what I mean? Like, just when they go right, you go right. You say, I know you're thinking this, and you do. But he does it, seems like, every single time. He really, you know, hits it from a very clean, crisp uh, point of view. And uh, I want to have him on the show. I think it would be fun to talk about a million things. I'd like to have David Pakman on the show. I think he's... Uh, David Pakman, I found like I found the Young Turks. Do you know who David Pakman is? No. Do you ever stumble upon him? I, I think he really breaks things down really clean sometimes. You know, you, know, you know, when somebody stops, plays clips from the news and comments on them, you want it to be things you couldn't think of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And I think he does that. Young Turks always. Or, or at least says it. I think what I look for is, uh, you know, I want to be educated. I, I, I want to learn new things. But I also want someone to maybe take what I feel and maybe say it better to comfort me. Okay, thank you. John Stewart did that a lot. And I, David Pakman hits in, hits, gets into that area. I enjoy his take on things. He's not big or anything. What if he hear, listens to the show and that's how I set him up? <laughs> it's, not, it's not very nice. Um, oh, it's my favorite. Just take it easy. Wow. You're going to play the liberal redneck. Aristotle, how you doing? Doing all right. Are you going down to Comic-Con? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is this, is this part two or is this going right after John? Lewis? No, I think, I don't know yet. Cause oh, because you, you just got either. back from Comic Con. Oh, you just I got will, back from uh, yeah, Comic Con. Yeah, yeah. How was it? <laughs> oh my Seriously, God, you I want you. It. I want you to really you go off. Seen all the, the, was did you have fun in Comic Con? Hey, no, seriously, how was it? Human pyramid. How was it? It was amazing. Let me you had ask fun. You this. Uh, how I heard. Many, how what? many Pokemons did you catch? Oh, I all of them. Is it true? Twice over. Aristotle, on this show, don't you have to go along with bits like as a professional on the show? If I throw a bit your way, do you professionally have to go along with it? Absolutely. Okay, so in that case, it's in my so 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 when Chris Hardwick was running around uh, uh, naked at the pool, was that a was that a big thing? Did people get upset oh about God. that? Uh, I thought he would go. Well, I, mean, I can't say that, but he doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, half me the people were offended, half were super into it. I know, and and then he has a show called the Breaking Boner. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I got nothing. Um. I saw him in the commissary. Hardwick. Ooh, I go to the commissary. I didn't really. <laughs> I saw him in the lunchroom. Whoa. I saw him. I was, I was eating food out of the street. Look at me. My $300,000 stresses me out, so I eat from the street. By the way, I don't have a $300,000 nest egg to George Carr, and I don't. 500000 No. 600000 No. I borrowed 20 bucks from my mother yesterday. <laughs> she's so fucking cheap. I want to, can't take it anymore. <laughs> Every time I ask her for money, she's like, what do you need it for? Oh, my God, leave me alone. <laughs> when I was really broke, my mom would send me a five. That's adorable <laughs> and sad. Not sad that she would help you. It's adorable, but like. She but it was to... from her bank, not my bank. Oh, and it's, so maybe it's go... just adorable. I, it's not sad, except that, you know what? I wish I didn't say that. And Aristotle won't let me edit anything this show. So I mean, great. I mean, it depends. This is yeah, let, Wait, me, let me just let me it, take it out. I'll feel it's better. It's endearing. Hold on. Hold, and on. Hold on. You know, when you told me that before, I remember thinking that's endearing and then fucking stupid as shit. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't understand you the know $5 laughing, check. Because I was going to make Aristotle go back and edit that out. <laughs> and then, then I just say it all over again. All right. No, no, no. Let's let's do George Carlin. It's endearing, and it's a little bit, um, maybe it's just endearing. Why do I think there's a hint of delusion? 
And in the memo, she'd write, not for cigarettes. Oh, <laughs> see, now that's adorable. You know what? Your mother sounds nice. I think you're the one that's cuckoo as I meet your family. What, you ever do that? You meet someone, their whole family, they're... and you meet them and they're all nice. You're like, oh, my God, my friend is, wow, it's bad out there. Oh, my God. We're not going anywhere, everybody. That's close. We're going to be in here for a little bit. I don't mind. In here, it's comfortable. We have the little fireplace going. It's red. This room is like a red glow. Oh, my God. The windows just rattled on that one. Wow. It is coming down outside. I'm glad we're inside. If you Are you scared over there by yourself, Aaron? No, I'm good. I'm chilling. It's good to see you. <laughs> you What's your it? shirt say? Oh, it's your name. <laughs> it, uh, from here, it looks like an artwork. We put name tags on for John Mulaney. Okay. You think when she was my, I just want to say, I'd never been. My band, you cannot, my, my, the guy who at the farmer's market that runs the coffee shop will be affected by this. But they didn't. I keep thinking of things that weren't around then. The colonel's daughter. <laughs> the guy who rakes her yard will be severely affected by the tracker. Alabama! The guy, they're coming up with one of those bus boys. My neighbor's milkman. My neighbor's milkman, sister, daughters, brothers, cousins, brother-in-law, fathers, uncles, sisters, nieces, nephew, guy who cuts her lawn, while her father's sister-in-law, brother, second uncle, second mom, second cousin, sisters, brothers, aunts, uncles, first removed cousin, her friend that owns a barbershop in Center City, well, the one and only, the President of the United States came in there one day, and I don't know what happened after that. <laughs> I hate when I do bits, and then I fucking suck. No. No. I should just give it up. No, that's an overreaction. No, I feel like I should. Maybe my manager was right. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> <laughs> Are you chewing gum? One small step for mankind. One giant step for humanity. One day, I hope we can live in a country where a man won't be judged by the color of his skin, but more the content of his character. Ask not what your country could do for you. Oh, my God, I just swallowed my gum. Oops. <laughs> Stop chewing your gum with your tongue slopping all over the place. If one of my listeners came in and his tongue was flopping all over the place chewing gum, I would put, he w- it wouldn't happen. There's a guy at my gym. I'm going to take his tongue and pull it with the pliers and twist it and go, stop fucking around. There's no way your tongue is flopping all over the place like that, and this isn't a joke. Who what sent if, you? What if he's- Who sent you? I'll rip his mask off, and then it <laughs> ends up being his real face and all his bones and blood show. <laughs> sure. So it wasn't a mask. It was his face. It was his face because I go, who sent you? Because I think it's real. And then I ripped the, like on the, uh, it was on that uh, I think it's Mike Myers movie where he ripped someone's, he goes, it's a, it's a wig, baby. And then he rips uh, her real hair off. Something like that. That's all for a free oh, gym membership? Uh, that's uh, Ace Ventura. No. Because <laughs> no, that they? happens where he's like, have you ever seen a man with a penis? I mean, a woman with a penis? <laughs> and he pulls down her dress. And she doesn't have a penis. 
I love that with, with all the conviction of the world. Have you know? And he sold that great. Have you ever with everything? And then all of a sudden, there's no penis. <laughs> it's like I hope I'm not laughing at stupid stuff. And Crocodile Dundee when he would grab someone's crotch, just checking. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> well, sounds like the police should be called in on yours. Hmm. 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 That storm went by pretty quick. <laughs> o H L S E and Eric, tweet him if he doesn't post the stuff. No, it's out there. I hear it. There it is. Oh, you know why? Because I had the fan on. Once I turn the fan on, we can hear outside noise. It's still coming down. Do you think that's going to scare the lion? <laughs> well. Can I tell you, ever since I got that lion, nobody comes near my podcast studio anymore. <laughs> I love it. He's out. He roams around the yard. I love him. Well, he's in the studio right now. I know. Come here. You're so cute. Give me kissy kissy. Oh, okay. you oh, love you know me what? and I love you. No, he's you fine. We're all nervous here. Oh, stop it. Who's nervous? Be honest. If anybody's nervous, just tell me. I, I'm the only one Are you nervous? that's uncomfortable with a lion in the room. Are you nervous, Aristotle? Are you nervous? Uh, oh, see, he just threw up. up. No, come here. Give me kissy kissy. Come here. Come here, give me a kiss. Give me. Uh, I am not you. comfortable. Oh, with this. stop it! Oh, look, he jumped up on your lap. He loves you. I'm freaking the fuck out. No, he'll Get not. The they sense off. fear. They sense fear. Oh my god! They I sense can't. fear. He's gonna eat your face if you don't calm down and change your blood pressure instantly. Breathe in and out. Could you just put it away? Did you ever hear the sound that lions can really make from there? Like the tigers? They, no. The, the ones that roar. What are they? Lions. What am I, a moron? I tigers roar. Oh, they do what they want. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I saw a hippopotamus meow. I saw a cat make a sound the giraffe makes. To George Global. To George Global. <laughs> mommy, 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 love you, Bobby, baby, baby. A booby, Bobby. I'm a boobin' and a bobbin' and a rockin' and a rollin' I'm flippin' and a floppin' and a bippin' and a boppin' A bippin' and a boggin' and a rockin' and a livin' and a bippin' and a bippin' and a boppin' and a boppin' and a blip, blip, blip Okay, listen, I'm having a nervous breakdown. Call 911. I'll hide under the table. Someone's going to take that clip and play it on their podcast. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, what if there's someone else going? Okay, now, I love Todd Glass, but you got you to gotta listen to what they do in that show. And they're playing. Then, look, I love it, and I get it. He, it's a show. He can be silly. But this is Todd Glass on his podcast this week. Ma, mommy. I think it's good to just do what we're doing right now. Make sounds. We're all so worried about being. Why do we have to be so civil? We're primal. This is why people enjoy the show because they can go to another place. This is sent in by Michael Calhoun, the egg shaker. Calhoun! Can I get some reverb, please? Let's have fun, everybody. This song is produced by Michael Calhoun, a.k.a. Not Really. Everybody make funny sounds. Just, just Aaron Simon. 
You're listening to the Todd Glass Show, everybody. Our guest tonight was John Mulaney. Now this is the after show with the incomparable Eric Olson. On the keyboard tonight is Mr. Aaron Rocha. And Aristotle is here always at the soundboard. And and intern Aaron Simon, a.k.a. Mark Simon, his son. (laughs) That's right. Oh, how about that we have his dad's phone number? Oh, you better be on, on, on good behavior because we will call your dad. We are in connection with him. We have a yes, we did. We're, we talked to him a lot, and we have some ideas. In fact, I need to update him right now. On we need to going. update him right now, and I'm going to tell you the truth, and you're going to freak out. Maybe you won't. What? Aristotle adopted you. What? Yes. Aristotle did. You're Mark, right. your dad thought it would be better, and Why you can now? live with his dog, uh, Jeff. Jeff, and oh, uh, you can sh- share a dog bed. <laughs> what? You'll be working a lot with Jeff. I'm down. How do you like this? Oh, Nick Leap is here, ladies and gentlemen. That would be Nick watching Elvis if, if Nick was alive back then. Elvis be up on stage. With all the girls screaming. Yeah, and you be, and then cut to Nick, and I'll be Elvis. Wise men say only fools rushing, and I can help. Oh, excuse me. I've seen a lot of things. Guys, hold on. Back up on the band here a little bit. I've seen a lot of things in my life. Is there a man snoring in the first row? Wise men. I don't know where to take this bit. You know what that means? You just stop. Bell out. Bail out, baby. We are the bailouts. Run, 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 run from, from the bit. Run, 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 run from the bit. Run, 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 Do you have anything you want to ask me? This is the after show. We can do whatever we want. This show might sit on a shelf. This could be a shelf show. Anybody do whatever you want. I want this to be the most relaxed show we ever had. There's no show. Just sit around, do whatever you want. Let's have fun. What time is it right now? 9.41. Okay, we have five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd make you laugh. <laughs> I had a little fresh air. I know Aaron Simon wants some. Hell yeah. His dad listens. We're, well, first of all, I'm talking about a, one of these hot, these coffees. Why do you have to slurp it like that? Why do you have to slurp the coffee like that? You're so cute. You're so cute. Oh, my God. Get it out of here. No, he's cute. Leave him alone. He's eating my bark. Don't make up gross stuff. You can make up good stuff. Say he got a dustpan and cleaned it up and then mopped it real good with Clorox. That's what the lion did in my head. He didn't eat barf, and then he's dirty, and his mouth is dirty. He's a cute lion with puppy breath. Come here. Give me kissy-kissy. Eric, how could you be scared of him? Look at his big tongue. How am I the only person that is fucking freaked out that there's a lion in the room? Listen to him. He's happy. He's purring. I barfed, and everybody just ignored it. No, because we don't don't embrace barf bits. That's twice. He's... he's... I can't have barf. I think in my head it's barf. It's disgusting. Matter of fact, I want to edit this out. Edit it out. Edit it out. Clean. Things are nice. Someone came in. 
They cleaned it up, and then they soaked it, scrubbed it, hot boiling water, threw the bucket out. To George Caron, don't mention barf again. Ah, I mentioned it. My bad, my bad. No, you're not. It's not that really bad. Unless it's barf. It's hard sometimes in the show. That's why the George Caron is a good thing, because you're thinking, oh, is he... No, you, you, can, you can mention it. And I'll just keep saying not to say it, but barf. Who cares? I barfed. I'm cool. I've done it before. I barfed all the time. I barfed yesterday. I was drunk so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you're drunk now. I don't give a shit. I don't care. I can't even have a barfing session. I tried to barf the other day at a mall, and everybody said that I was strung out. Yeah, I barfed at the mall. I had a hundred and two temperature. That's why I barfed. When you say things like that, that is bad. And if, if Elvis wants to talk about barf during his show, Elvis knows what he's doing. You don't think Elvis, we should tell Elvis he, half the songs he's not even singing out there. If Elvis doesn't want to sing his songs and talk about barf for 45 minutes, that's what Elvis is going to do because he's the king. God. The other night there was a girl in my show barfed all over the first row. What type of people are coming out strung out? I never did drugs a day in my life. I never was strung out on anything but music. Wise men say only fools rush. See, I can hear that first part. I can go, wise men say only fools. You know, it's fun to do the jokes That's and weird. then sing. I can only do the second part. Oh, the one we work together. Do you hear what we're saying? It's fun to talk and then have the music come in. Like, if you could sing and you knew where to come in. So it's like, play it from the beginning again, if you don't mind. Does anybody have any questions during this show? We have a job Why? to do. Yes, yes, Aristotle. Why? Why what? Just a question. Why? Man. Because you have to. That's a horrible Aww. answer. Why should I? Because you have to. One time my because mom said I that. Because I said so. Because, well, I guess you yeah. got to say it. I don't want to be too hard on parents after a while. One time my niece... She wanted to open up her present, present Christmas Eve. She was six. She was, I want to open up my present Christmas Eve. My parents went out for the night. Well, you know, I was 30 at the time. So I was saying I was 19. And um, this is a true story to George Carlin. She goes, I want to open up my presents. I'm like, no, Katie, you're not opening up your presents. She goes, I thought you were my cool uncle. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you let her open a present. <laughs> no, you know what I said to her? I go, I thought you were my cool niece. Oh, God, God, Katie. 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 By the way, to George Carden, that's what I really said. And uh, I, 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 by the way, I was close with my, my, my niece and both my nephews. So what I'm about to tell you, like, it shows, like, even at that age. So she, she went into a room. I think, I wanted to think how old Katie was then. Yeah, she had to be, like, in third grade, maybe. You know how it is you forget? Could it have been sixth grade? I don't think so. But it was somewhere in that period. I remember the house that my parents lived in. And uh, she barfed all she, over the present. She, <laughs> she wouldn't. She wouldn't. Um, she went into the room because I wouldn't let her open the present. I was a little bit like, no, Katie, we're not opening the presents. She went into the room and she just wouldn't come out. So I went in. She turned over like, I know this is when you're going to apologize to me. And I said, there's something I want to say. I really thought about it. And, uh, I just want you to know, and I'm being serious, and I should have thought about it before I go, but you're ugly, too. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> she laughs so fucking hard. 
Did she? she literally went, ah! Because she was so, you can't fight that type of, she was so ready to take the comp, you know, like, well, okay, maybe there's some barding chips in here. Right. Maybe can I eat ice cream now? You know, and uh, Katie. Katie, Katie, Katie. Did you ever get to open presents on Christmas Eve? Uh, yeah, I did. Oh, wait, did I? Uh, oh, hold on. That's a good question. Oh, we, we got to open one. Person. Uh, yeah. One, well, one think, on Christmas Eve we got to open. I think we went through a period. We didn't celebrate Christmas until um, until later. We did both for a little while. Then we went full Christmas. And I think there was a period we went over our friend Patty and her husband, Chuck. And uh, we used to open up a present uh, there. And that was a big deal. And their house was like... In, in like they had a, a fireplace and it was like a big deal you know then when we were because we lived not in a house with a fireplace and a oh, big front lawn I bet those were the good presents too those were like the oh, best yeah. ones you were going to get oh well, let me tell year. you something every fucking thing at Patty and shit they, Patty you know what take a deep breath wow it's so cozy in here isn't it no when it's raining outside like that and we're in this warm Wow, you can feel the heat from that little fireplace coming over here. Whoa. God, that was close. Whoa. Did you feel that? I felt that. Did you feel that? It's like you heard the it's like thunder, thunder and saw the lightning and saw at, the the light at the same time. You totally you read totally my mind. read my mind. It's like we're on it's the same like page, the same right, page right, now. right now. Oh, my oh God. My this God, is this nuts. Is nuts. How, How are you saying, saying exactly what I'm, what I'm saying, saying right after, right I, after say I say it? Oh, my shit. No, stop this, this, it. Stop, stop it. it. You're freaking, stop, you're me, freaking the fuck me the out. fuck out. How is this, How even, is this happening? even happening? Oh, my God. Oh, my is God. Anybody is any... You guys are just like the thunder and the lightning happening at the same time. Whoa. Heavy. <laughs> Heavy, man. I'll tell you. My band... If I find a, if I find the son of a bitch. All right, I'm going to come clean with you. I had a baby Tylenol. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't need to read in the papers that Elvis is all doped up. When the truth is, he just had the snivels. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you. I took nose drops that were not over the counter. <laughs> But my doctor gave them to me because they cleared it up for a song I had to sing. Now all of a sudden you think I do heroin. I'm going to be honest with you people. I walked by a marijuana field one day and didn't hold my breath. But that's all I'd ever done. Why? That's the fun part. And we're going to play the liberal redneck. We're going to, this show is going to be, it's going to surprise you. We're going to do the liberal net, redneck. There's... Somebody that needs a little pep talk, we're going to give him a pep talk. I'm excited for that. But I'm saying it's fun to be a singer, and this proves it when you get to say a joke and then go right into the song. So can you bring my mic up a little, Aristotle? Now give me some reverb. Now, this song's sort of so... I think I can just come in and sing anything I want anytime, and it makes sense. This song just... Boom, 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 boom. So I'll be like... And I'll say... Okay, so I do the joke. You know how when the singer does the joke? We've done this bit on the show before. Right? And I know a friend of mine, he's got two wooden legs, but he's got real feet. Wise man. You know what I mean? Uh, the guy asked me if I wanted a frozen banana. I said I want a regular one later, so okay. Uh, wise men say 
Only fools rush in. And uh, right after the joke, I saw a bird. I thought, why would a bird live in a shitty neighborhood? Wise men say... Don't I look like Mel Gibson and Fred Flintstone had a baby? Only fools <laughs> rush in. How you doing, Stotts? Wise men say... Only fools rush in. Wrecked them. Damn near killed them. Wise men say... Knock, knock. Who's there? Aren't you glad I didn't say banana, you fucking moron? Only fools rush in. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mama don't take no bullshit from you, motherfucker. Holy fools, only fools rush in. I'll tell you what, Mama. That was so much fun. I know it couldn't have been good for everybody else. <laughs> I'm eating jelly beans and it's thundering. To George Carlin, I have a bowl of jelly beans. And I'm and I'm eat, and it's thundering. That song, I, you know what I did with that song, and I'll tell you why I had fun. I didn't care that I couldn't hit the notes. The f- trying it was fun. I agree. And I would not do that to anybody else but my listening audience. It, but you <laughs> hit also, those notes. It's also fun to just try it a different way. Thank Make you. It yours. I'm gonna hire a band, fire over one of them every night. <laughs> Start with a new band every city. Huh, I'll be my stick. These jelly beans are so good, and I'm not just saying that. Did you hear about the way the cops pull you over? There used to be a joke I had in my act where I go, oh, they come up to your car. Have you been, I mean, keep in mind, I'm, I don't do this joke now. This is a joke that, you know, I don't know if it was a joke or was it on the podcast? Oh, you're not high, sir? I guess you don't want any of these super delicious jelly beans, triple delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'll have one, but I'm not high. Okay, well, then why don't you just have one of these? These are triple the taste in every single jelly bean. Why don't you just have one? Yeah, it's good. It's a jelly bean. I'm not high. No, there you go. Why don't you have one of those red ones and one of those green ones? Well, I will, but I'm not. They're not like. This is me talking to the cop. Oh my god, these jelly beans are so good, and I'm not saying that just because I'm high. Oh. Ah. I said I'm not high. I said I'm not high. No, 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 officer. Technically, <laughs> technically, I said not and high in that sentence. I can't wait to have our issue-oriented shows, Eric. I'm not taking to George Carlin. I'm going to burst. Let's do one tomorrow. Even hitting the topic of Black Lives Matter. Yeah, people might go, come on. Who? Who? who?" What if in that cop situation, those are pot jelly beans? And you weren't high, but then he's like, I eat these jelly beans. Yeah. Jelly beans are so good. Now he's got you. That's how they get their quota. That's how they get (laughs) it. Hold on. What was I just talking about? I want to make sense. I don't want it to be a shit show. The uh, serious shows. Oh, yeah. We're excited to do serious shows. Oh, Black Lives Matter. I want to make sure people know this. Of course, I'm talking about when I think. I'm not going to discuss it now, but I'm going to. I'm going to. What do you call it? I'm going to. What's it called when you tease it a little? That a tease? When people say. The, the problem with people a lot is when you're not allowed. You feel it's unacceptable to show behavior. You think now you know it's embarrassing. So you have to make up reasons you don't like something or you don't. Because you can't talk about the truth. And what are we talking about? Black Lives Matter. When people say. Uh, 
Yeah, all lives matter. That, that you can't explain to. They know what they're doing. They're they're. They, they, you can't be empathetic to that cause, and you can't not be. You can't not get it and be that smart. There's a disconnect, at least in that area, and that's not a good way to say it. But I'm saying there's a disconnect when anybody who asks that question. Oh, oh, oh. You, we all want to think of, and by the way, I, don't, I think I'm hitting it from a different slant. My instincts are to give them ten analogies. I don't think you're, my analogies are going to work because they're not being honest with what the problem is. So I'm answering a problem that isn't the real problem. Can I read that? Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Can I read that post that I put? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, black, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Read that post. So it's like they're not being honest because if you explain to them with clarity, we, which we all can in 20 seconds, no, it's not that all lives matter. They felt like their lives didn't matter. It wasn't. Come on. Do they have to put all lives matter, you know, black lives matter, two at the end of it? Is that really your problem? No. Right. Even, even if they did. Let's say they did. The national campaign went, we're going to put two. You think they're going to support it then? Is that really right. the problem? The, the name? No. You're, so they're not being honest with you. And someone, If you're a doctor and you're, you have pain somewhere and you lie and say the pain's on your knee... Guess what? It's going to be fucked up if it's in your arm. For some whatever reason, you want to lie and say where the pain is and end up feeling it. Well, that's what they do. They, 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 they can't really say why they're upset, so you answer for what their fake reason is. Like, doesn't that sound silly to go, oh, if they change the name, oh, then I'll be on board. Right. They should put Black Lives Matters too. They just did yesterday. I'm going to start marching tomorrow. Oh, it was the name you had. To... Right, but so if you're you did, full of I, shit right said... from the beginning with. Correct. You're full of shit. You're not being honest. And we can agree to disagree, but you're not being honest. Come on, what, what's the, that's why that expression exists. Come on, what's going on here? What does that mean? It means it's not what you're saying. That's why that became, you know, that, come on, what, what's going on here? That famous sort of moment where any relationship or something, what's going on here? Usually with a doctor to a pay. what's going on here? It's someone going, okay, it, it, let's not make pretend anymore. It's not in the gray area. That's why I was so blunt with what I just said. What's going on here? It's very apparent that just from having some basic skills of reading people, that this is not what this is about. So what is it about? Because I know it's not what you're saying. And that's a soul-searching moment for a lot of people. And this is a sample of what we will be doing. Thank you. And then we have answers. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Don't say anything. We'll get some. Call almost Dr. Kevin Sousa. Kevin, I want to deal on the show with tempers. Mm-hmm. I don't have a temper with... Well, Aaron Simon will probably go, oh, you never seen him. <laughs> I could see him telling his parents, well, you stand in the rice. And he goes, God damn you and your rice. Um, Aaron was waiting for rice one day. Uh, we couldn't start anything because he kept waiting for his rice. <laughs> so slowly. I'm like, just eat without the rice. And he's eating his meal so slow. And, and finally, I'm like, Aaron. And he goes, I ordered more. I go, what did you say? He goes, this is. This is barely unacceptable without the rice. And then, then finally the guy shows up with another order without rice a second time. Yeah, the exact same thing he exact had. exact same thing he had the first time. Now he has two, and he's still hoping for rice somehow. He's like, never gave up on the rice. Even when it got dark outside and the police came and said, there's no rice. Sir. So let me ask you this, Aaron. When you left the house that night, did yeah. you go get rice? No, no. That's too far. By the way, so you weren't serious back. about the rice. Oh, you, you wanted rice so much. Around. Yeah, because no, if you wanted it so much when you got back into they, the free world. At the point that they brought that second curry, I was like, okay, I'm letting go of this. That Remember when, when they came with curry and you looked at me and you're just like, now you have to let go of this. Yeah, you got to yeah. let go of it now. Oh, but he brought it up in, uh, backstage Whoa. for Louis C.K., not to name drop. It's well, to be horse. fair, we Yeah, did. well, no, he's trying to say it's a bit. What happened? 
Grinder down. Oh, that's okay. Grinder down. Grinder down. <laughs> <laughs> Grinder down. Sounds like a a, a a a a a bit from you know. Get her done. Grinder down. Grinder down. Grinder down. It's 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 him and Doug Benson in one. Grinder down. The whole crowd comes out. Grinder down. Um. Well, God bless America. You people are wonderful. Also, you can't have curry with that rice. See? Yeah. Oh shit! Sure. Like uh. that's not the. Aaron, don't unravel <laughs> comedically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's, uh, believe me, everything's the truth on this show. He wanted to, like, maybe there's some life for that. Of course, he's talking about in the perfect situation. Of course, no one's denying. Like, he thinks we don't know how much better it is with rice. That's the way you have to explain things to him. You have to go, is it better with rice? It's night and day. Yes. <laughs> it's night and fucking day. There is, with that rice, it is just a different goddamn experience. But we have work to do. So you're going to have it not as good as you like it. Not because we don't realize it's a lot better. No, it's not just a little better. The rice whoa, whoa. is everything. What I'm saying, and tell me if I'm wrong, curry does not exist unless there's rice with it. I agree. Otherwise, there's nothing in, on your plate. Yeah, because it's just soup, and it doesn't. there's nothing to cook it up. I don't know what you're talking about, the soup. They bring the rice to you, and then this bowl of curry appears in front of you. Yes. So what happens if you don't have rice? Just you just nothing? have to eat it with the. Uh, now he what? knows you have to eat the chicken and the. We can get it. By the really way, let me tell you this, something. Though. You don't. If you know. want to know the answer, he thinks it's really cute that Aristotle's sort of. I think Aristotle's agreeing with me. Unfortunately, he's doing a bit. It is because we work with him all the time, and, he, and I 100 percent agree with you by now. <laughs> oh, okay. But you're, make you're sure. doubting it now that yeah. Aristotle. Right. Thank you're here. Thank God you're here. Thank God you're fucking here. Otherwise, I'd go berserk here by myself. Right, that's exactly what happened. He's there is to, to George Carlin. There's a little bit of him thinking. Now I thought maybe it's comedic because you can ham it up on the show. That's why I like to George Carlin because then it zips somebody right back. But I think he's more in the bit because. But I but I still think I uh, no. I no I think he thinks to George Aaron. Carlin. He got me. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. I thought he was serious. Oh. Todd I, got Simon. <laughs> Todd got no Aaron. Aaron. No 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 Aristotle got Simon. I'm sorry. Aristotle got Aaron. Oh, Jesus, there's so many names on this show. Also, the other day, I went and got curry, and I asked for white rice, mm-hmm. and they gave me brown rice. Those sons of bitches. Sons of bitches. Oh, Fuck my them. Fuck them. Fuck them. You, you can't oh give someone the right rice. Go fuck yourself, you piles of shit. You pieces of shit. I can't believe it. You, you know motherfucker. That's the worst kind of Person now that I know that this is well, a society we live bitch. in where they give you I can't believe it. Rice. I agree with both I'm going to tell you now. something. Ladies and gentlemen, I went to get rice last night for my son, Simon. I have a boy I travel with on the road. My son. And he ordered rice. He ordered some uh, chicken curry. Chicken, uh, some with the dish, with the rice. <laughs> and man, God dang those idiots, food food servants that run food up to your room. They don't bring them no rice. If I find the sum of my bitches, I'll, I'll, put, I'll break their neck. <laughs> my son wants rice. Why, man, say, only left rice. Guy really wants to, to savor every word. Holy let me tell you something, people. I might have had a baby aspirin, a half a one with a cup of milk, but I strike me dead. The only thing I ever got high on was music. Why? 
can say only let fools run in. I took a vitamin C tablet once that, that the doctor had not prescribed. <laughs> Take and smoke it. There you go, Eric. Wise men smoke only the This is necessary, people. I provide a therapy-like sound for people having in high-stress situations. This podcast is for people in high-stress parts of their life, and they need just... Just because uh, I don't know the words to the song... Doesn't or, mean I shouldn't be able to sing. what I'm talking about right now. Take my hand. Because I can't help falling in love with you Baby, maybe I had a half of a baby aspirin And maybe I had, I will not lie to you, I had a cough drop Maybe that's all I've ever had was a cough drop, if that's illegal. But I never did nothing but a cough drop. And these people say, I'm strung up. There is a video on YouTube of, or a live recording of an Elvis concert where he forgets the words to the song he's singing. It was cute. And he blames it on his pants being too tight. Well, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, you know, that's when I start feeling bad when I picture what he was really going through. Like, to me, it's just a parody. Uh, by the way, I think I'm all right with making fun of him. I'm being totally serious in that thing because it was a little self-righteous. So it's like no one's laughing that he went through drug problems, but like maybe you should just, if the word's out there and it's all true, just not bop on the son of a bitch. Because people know that it's true. We're like, Elvis, oh, it's obvious you're strung out right now. Did he ever get over his drug problem? You know what? He didn't. Oh. <laughs> you think it's funny? Is his life funny because we don't know him? Is it our turn off of the bells and the whistles? Do you want to listen to the liberal... Right yes. Now. Oh, Aristotle. I remember. I, you know, professional. And Eric, I want to thank you for being here, and I want to thank you for that thundering segment. We had the thunder, whole segment with thunder. It was one of the new shows we're going to be producing here on the Todd Glass Show. A lot coming show. in this year. A lot of new jingles. Jingle. Joe, Joe, Joe McKenzie said, hold on to your fucking pants. We got one coming out this week. It's all about the Todd Glass Show. Ooh, and I, I and I know he goes, it's going to be good. And by the way, Joe is going to be playing in Portland with me. With Gingle Glenn. Gingle Glenn. Yeah, well, if that's Jingle Joe, Chris Burden, the old... Isn't that Gingle Glenn? It must and be. And that's when we... must call, be Gingle Glenn. You know that... From when he said that, that was the next day when we had him put in a special school. <laughs> as we called his parents. And that's why, that's why he left the show. A lot of people don't know that about Chris Burden. He left the show because me and his parents decided to put him in a special school. <laughs> I mean, Chris knows because Chris was just in D.C. with me. And he was funny. If you like Pina Coladas, Joe's, if you like Pina Coladas, if you like what? If you like his jingles, there might be an opportunity for the listeners to get their own. Oh yeah, we're gonna be. See, we have exciting things going on on the Todd Glass Show. There, there might be. A, there's a store that's gonna open up, and then maybe for a certain price, we don't know what it is. Joe will do a, you know, a jingle for you, or maybe he'll do your outgoing message or something. 
I don't know what the fuck he's going to do. He won't leave me alone with this. Mm-hmm. But he's excited, and I like to see him smiling. Uh, it's good <laughs> to see a glimmer in his eye. Remember when Eddie Pepitone was doing him? Eddie Pepitone was doing a thing where he would act like all Joe does is write songs. I heard that. All he does is write songs to the Taglash show so the wife was going, but it's her anniversary. And he's like, shut up about our anniversary. I'm writing. <laughs> Tom's got me on a deadline. Let's be quiet for a render. second. I'm not scared of the silence. I've, u- I'm, I've seen my act. <laughs> I want to say that I hope you're doing good. One of our listeners, and then we're going to play the liberal redneck, and we're right on schedule. Uh, you know, she wrote me an email. Caitlin? How do you know? You're, yes, you're right. And the one thing that it did say that she was in love with a friend, and then she eventually told him, and then he didn't feel the same way, and he also thought she knew all along why did, was it a secret, which sometimes you don't figure that until later. So you, you don't know it all along. A lot of the relationship was built on just truly being a friend, and then this, this I've had it happen one time where the change, change. Usually I don't feel anything from the beginning. I don't feel it. But then sometimes someone grows on you, so you didn't. But anyway, the point is, it's really just about a, that, those, a stomach ache. Like when you... That sucks. Man, that, that just, it's fucking rough. And you know what? The thing is, once you're out of it, I do understand maybe being a little more apprehensive the next time into it because you... Uh, the stomach ache of, 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 you know... That's why you're with the person you're with. Look, I don't think everyone should be in a relationship. It's just, of course they shouldn't be. Some people should, some people shouldn't, some should people in later life. It should be all over the gamut. There should be a hundred ways people get married, and there's probably a hundred right ways to do it. You don't have to be in a committed relationship to still be honest, and, and, you, and there is an honesty in the truth, and you can still bring integrity, and, you know, uh, but I see why uh, to be scared to, um, what am I talking about? Well, everybody has a fear of rejection. Oh, right, the stomach ache. I thought I got lost, what I was talking about. So, so when you, so you, yeah, you, you, but you got to let it happen because then good things happen too, obviously. That's no shit therapy. But anyway, but, but I read the letter and then she said, hey, will you mind? I need some cheering up. I thought, you're goddamn right I'm going to cheer you up, Caitlin. Are you shitting me? Come on. You don't have to, sure, I brought it up, but we don't got to just sit around. I don't want to, you know, we're going to get out of this. We're going to talk about this. We're going to talk a little bit of that, of course. Caitlin, look at, come on. Now you might think, Todd, that's not going to help. I appreciate it, but the stomach ache I have doing that, and I love when you do it, but it's just not going to cut. Caitlin. Come on. Come on. Can we put reverb in our voice? Caitlin. I'm in your head right now, and I'm saying I'm putting goodness into your body through my voice, literally. And I do mean literally, with this reverb, right. my headphones are in your, I am in your head. Whether you like it or not, and I hope you do, that's why I'm talking more gentle. Because everything we're going to say in this future is going to fill your head. It's going to fill your head. Literally. Uh, you hear the voice? Come, uh, talk, Eric. I want to hear what it sounds like. 
It's in my head. It's like a trumpet. It fills every nook and cranny of the room. That's why trumpeted or horn instruments are amazing because when they wail away, there's no crevice that gets left. We're in your head. We're putting We're out in your positive head. vibes. Positive shit, baby. It's all love. It's all fucking love. We're going to be like that other one where they curse. You think, why curse in a spiritual thing? It does something. Let the fucking bullshit. Remember that, that YouTube <laughs> thing we used to listen to? Let the fucking bullshit melt away. It is. It just melts. Now, sure, if you have serious trouble, like you got to pay your bills, this isn't going to do it. So I don't want to like lie to you. But if you're just feeling stressed out, and you sometimes you need therapy to get yourself happy, sometimes you just need a, an affectionate snap, slap. Come on. You can be happy. Come on. You know what? Maybe uh, if he has a problem with what you did, then he's not who you thought he was. And if he doesn't have a problem with it, maybe he'll come around later and he might go, you know what, I unfairly... You just go on and the best way you can prove how sane you are is to not harass the other person. Don't go back and try to... You know what I mean? Well, there's that uh, great quote from Aristotle. This Aristotle? Yeah, not the philosopher, this one. And what did he say? If you dance with the universe, it'll dance back. Wise men say Only fools And I how much I love doing the beginning of that, even if I'm not singing with the right music. It's fun. I can hit those first few words. Do it one more time. Can I get more reverb, please? It's like a joke. Wise men say... Now I'm bored. All right. <laughs> no, I have a professional show. We got to go in for the close. With that liberal redneck? Oh, yeah. So, uh... uh Caitlin. Caitlin. You... I... Let's get in her head one more time. I love you. Caitlin? Hello? Great. You're special. You're beautiful. You mentioned it, therefore it is manageable. And if you... Exactly. And... You like this show, so I think you have to be a pretty nice person. I mean, how much of an asshole could you be and like this show? You know what? If there's an asshole, just an asshole, and they like the show, stop listening. They're not an asshole. <laughs> sorry in your head with all the business. Aristotle, sorry what we're in ahead. We have to do this to Aaron. But could you get paper towel when you're going in the house? Oh, we shouldn't be doing business in our head, should we? Is that unprofessional? Oh, he's right. Oh, remember we have to open up the store. Oh, now we're putting unnecessary stuff in our head. Now you're back to just your own thoughts. You can handle them. Aaron, you're going to be fine. I'm telling you. I want you to go eat a cake. No, don't. Don't, don't, don't. I can't have people do that. I've, uh, I'm very powerful. I forget how powerful I am. People, if I tell them to eat a cake, they'll eat a cake. Go eat a cake. They sit and they eat a whole cake. It's a new cult I've started. Save me some. Save me some cake. Let them eat cake. Remember she said that uh, in history? What was her name? Marie Antoinette? Yeah. Let them eat cake. If Sarah Silverman said that, everyone would think it was funny. 
<laughs> well, they, they had different audiences. <laughs> I know, but what if she was just funny and she was saying it ironically on the, for the right reason? Let him eat cake. Maybe she knew that if there's no bread, there's no cake. Maybe she just didn't know what to do. Let him eat cake. She made a little joke to her friends and somebody fucking outed her. Maybe she had compassion for them. Maybe she did. I don't know the whole story. For all I know, there's other evidence. But if it was just that, I'm not saying. I, I care about people, and I also make twisted jokes. Just let him eat cake. Somebody goes, you know what she said? Let him eat cake. Someone like Nick Lipa. He'd rat her right out if he was around back then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling really good right now. I just want you to know that. How did you like that song? My song? Yeah. Let's play it again. By the way... Um, no, seriously? Oh, sorry. I'm holding up two signs. Because, well, it's a high-tech show. All, can I explain something to the listening audience? All my notes were written by Eric tonight. Like, they're so clean and so perfect. It's like you tore them out of the Bible. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I forget what bit we're doing. Uh, you, were gonna, you were saying that Eric wrote all the notes. Oh, yeah, no, there was something before that. What were we getting ready? Oh, yeah, Eric's song. Thank you. This, is a, this, this song is like, you did it. You came back. Remember we told people, if you have to go back home and reorganize, go with your head high. Go with your fucking head high. People will tell you're not full of shit. Be honest. Say you needed to reorganize, and I didn't want to just stay out there and tread against, above water. I needed to come home. But watch closely, because I'm going back. But you know what? It's okay. Be honest with people. Don't let other people tell you what happiness is. I think I know now what the show could use. Someone who's been missing for a while. I realize maybe... The Todd Glass Show, it's going to rock your shit. Moving out of Boise, Idaho. When the social issues and the politics need some time to really come out clean. Once a month, everything's it down with Todd and work it out till they find clarity. Going home, running home, the return of Eric goes into the Todd Glass Show. Going home and he's running home, the return of Eric goes into the Todd Glass Show. Eric Olson, dead at 32. Was that funny or not? Yeah, well, I couldn't say anything because I was dead. Oh. <laughs> Why do I think that's funny during those moments? I did that with somebody else. I, I want more songs where Joe screams like that. I know. He did such a great job. And this is that Rod Stewart song where he's... Well, how, do you, how, do you, how do we pull that up? When Gasoline Alley? Gasoline Alley. And um, it's just him singing outside. And notice, take, take notice to a woman up in a balcony just watching him. And it's just so beautiful. It cannot be more artistic and perfect. It, it's a, it's a piece of art. And he threw in the mandolin. Mm. I know. It really was nice. And 
To order your own jingle. To order your own jingle. Are you tired? Store coming soon. That's right. Oh, we're gonna. You know, we're gonna offer. I don't know the price yet, but they asked me if I wanted to do it in the store. I said, you know what? Isn't that a little ridiculous? They go, hey, why not? Would you do? Come up with a price. We sleep over your house. Yeah, it depends where it's at. If it's in L.A. and we don't have to get on a plane, am I going to... By the way, it's going to be expensive. We're not going to go do it for $500. But I thought, if it's the right price, I do shows. What am I going to act like? I don't give a shit. If somebody paid me to go sleep over their house, Let I'll tell you what. It's going it's to to get the show there, for everyone to go do the show and sleep over, five grand. If it's in L.A., no flying. San Diego. It could be San Diego. It could be San Francisco. Florida. Culver City. I make Culver City. I, I start because I'm afraid no one's going to hire Echo me. Echo Park. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be 5000 Echo Some Park's like. cool. $1,000, but I, I, for $1,000, you don't get Aristotle. Los Feliz. You get me and uh, Aaron Simon. <laughs> like, he's from the show. People go, Aaron Simon, that's who they bring. We, they expected like someone that's been there from the beginning, but I show up. And from the Todd Glass show, Aaron Simon. <laughs> and he's just sitting at the table. He's like, what? <laughs> It's not an insult. You get the joke. Shit, I didn't mean to turn my mic. How about, you know why when John Mulaney uh, moved the microphone, I didn't say anything? <laughs> because he's a get? Because he's on television. I was going to say, that's the most Todd has ever let anybody move the mic around. I know. <laughs> wow. I just want to say that... Uh, hey, I have an idea. What? How about we play that uh, liberal redneck? I love this guy. Hey, the internet. It's me, Trey, back on the porch. I know it's been a minute, but damn, I've just been busier than Donald Trump at a fuck shit up conference, <laughs> so I apologize. But I wanted to come out here because a lot of people have asked me what I think about Black Lives Matter. Well, put simply, I think that they do. Goddamn. And further, I think that responding to that sentiment with all lives matter would be sort of like telling Susan up, G. Komen to chill it with hot. all the pink shit on account of all cancer sucks. That last part's true, but it ain't really the fucking point. But a lot of other people have talked about those things a lot better than I can. I want to do what I do and address my people for a minute. Because, see, this has been framed largely as being Black Lives Matter versus the police. And from what I've seen, rednecks have pretty unanimously been against Black Lives Matter, which is pretty funny to me. Rednecks, help me out here. When did we start liking cops? I must have missed the memo on that one, boys. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, rednecks and the police are natural enemies and pretty much always have been. You ever seen the show, Cops? About every other episode takes place in the damn trailer park. And if that ain't enough for you, the single most popular redneck TV show of all time is literally just about two cousin fucking good old boys running from the law in a sweet-ass orange car. You ever see Smokey and the Bandit? The hero ain't fucking Smokey. It's sort of a whole thing with us. I've been surrounded by rednecks my whole life. I have never once seen them react positively to a sudden police presence. Though, to be fair, it's sort of hard to stay positive when you think your midget mud wrestling tournament's about to get shut down. Dirty little titties, skew! See, that's the thing. Cops do fuck rednecks. Always have, probably always will. But we're usually up to some pretty redneck shit. Goddamn, man, what's this country coming to? When a man can't even put a stick of dynamite inside a washing machine with Obama's face painted on the side of it without some pussy calling the law. See, cops and rednecks have a strained relationship because cops typically stand in the way of our shenanigans. But imagine for a second that instead of busting us for trying to sell our food stamps for weed money, they were busting our heads open for resisting arrest. One of our favorite pastimes, by the way. Or they were murdering rednecks in front of kids because we had a gun in the truck which we always do. What would we say then? 
What would the NRA say then? Because rednecks love guns, and if you ask them why, one of the most common answers would be because they need them in the event of oppression from a tyrannical government. But when a group of people who deals with that kind of oppression on a day-to-day basis carries firearms and pays with their lives for it, we're nowhere to be found. Not advocating violence against police officers, the assholes who did that are deeply disturbed outliers who don't represent the movement. My point is, I would have hoped that rednecks of all people could have empathized with this whole thing. But we don't. And I wonder why. Just kidding. I don't wonder. Nobody does. Because everybody knows the reason. And that's sort of the whole problem. I'll see y'all next time. Wow. First of all, because you're prejudiced, right? How dare you? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's so well said. Can I tell you something? I'm so glad that I played that because we talked about it, and I thought, it's so... You, you know, I know there might be certain people, and maybe it's my paranoia going, why does anyone need to even bring closure to this? It's the fantasy that someone will hear it. To me, this is always the fantasy of hearing brilliant things like that. It, that someone will hear it, and it's so cleanly said that it might change someone. That's how, to me, clear and crystal he speaks. And if we're, By the way, people do change. That's the thing. We, we, let's be positive. People do change. People go from being different, different beliefs to going to being miraculous people. People have changed beliefs, right? Yeah. Okay, so, so knowing that, looking at it from the positive end, because I, I hit it from this end because I think a lot of people wonder, I think sometimes like, oh, what, what can this do? It does a lot because it says it so cleanly and people do change and people that do change, the, that's something that makes them change. Someone that wants to and needs to hear it in a certain way and just slap them and wake them up. It's so cleanly said. And a lot of empathy. I like when he says, you know, we could have empathized with them. But why? And it's like, oh, no, we don't pretend it. We know why. Right. We're not going to sit here and we know. We're, we're, we know it's basic. Five and dime. We can figure it out. You know, we don't need to talk about it. But anyway, what do I give a shit? <laughs> I don't give a shit. I'm such a rebel. That's what they're saying in the Rolling Stone magazine. Todd Glass, rebel. My uh, Rebel. My dumb All Lives Matter joke is that uh, I was arguing All Lives Matter way before any of this because I'm vegan. Oh, all right. Lives Matter is like a totally a vegan thing. So if you're saying All Lives Matter, but you're not a vegan, you're just an asshole. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Oh, God. I'm so... Wise. What? Wise. Men say only fools rush in. Wise. I'm trying to say my S's. And all like I don't want any more music. I got my show has to come to a close, and I have to do it professionally. And my show's not a joke. What if I found out the word out on the street? My show was a joke. It's not a joke. My show is not a joke. It's a serious show. Come on with this shit. I got a show to do. I got pictures to put up on the internet. O-H-L-S-E-N, Eric. Tweet him if he doesn't post the stuff. 
wild. A skip a boop So to close the show tonight, because it is time we have to go in for the uh, the liberal redneck. I want him on this show so bad. I want to discuss everything with him. I would know that if I had, you know, got to have a type of show, you know, like you, you in my type of show, I would maybe at times in my life fantasize about getting a, your, your version of The Daily Show. But completely different. But getting to do what they did. Um, I would have him on the show in a heartbeat. And you know who else I would have? I wish, if, if I had the budget, I, you probably wouldn't, but literally if you... Um, Don Rickles? <laughs> <laughs> Can you get that? Uh, no trouble. No trouble. Oh, Don Rickles, he goes, uh, um, it's all about the base. No trouble. No trouble. What if Don Rickles had hosted The Daily Show? Um, he's 90 years old. Oh, so anyway, I would have uh, uh, the, the liberal redneck to do segments. You know what I mean? And then, um, what's his name? I, I, he, I started liking all the stuff he has on. Not Oliver, but... Uh, Remember I told you that, what's his name? He, he, um, you have to John. give a clue. He has blonde hair, and he combs oh. it back. Donald Trump? No, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> shut up. James Corden? No, he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an anchor person. I told you Sarah Silverman knows him. Oh, um, oh, see, I knew. I know. That's why I didn't want to say that. Cause <laughs> I was on the, MSNBC. Yes. <laughs> He's brilliant. He he's, comes, like, he's like Dennis Miller back when I agreed with everything Dennis Miller said socially. But he has that. And I don't think he's doing Dennis Miller at all. That's why I hate to compare it. He's his own, be- he's his own beast. That's a I good hope thing. People but I uh, don't it, but, think you mean Chris Matthews because that's not. No, right. stop it. Come on it's here. Why don't like, you punch me in the face if you're going to keep insulting me? <laughs> Come across the table and take a swing at me. No, I'm saying I'm trying to help you think of his I name. I know. Come on. Uh, We've all talked about it. We played something he's on the after show. After Rachel Maddow. Come on. I'll, I'll Google it. Google it. We're, we're staying on. We'll do this in real time. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. God, it's freezing in here. I love it. As soon as I heard one of those guys coming out of the trees, I went, no trouble. No trouble. Because you know I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No trouble. No trouble. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No trouble. No trouble. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. No trouble. I'm all about that bass. About that bass. Bass, bass, bass. Bass, 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 bass. I need me, give me. I'm booby, baby, baby. I can see. Oh, I guess I can sing too. It's singing, singing with me, everybody. Rise, men say. Lawrence O'Donnell. Lawrence. <laughs> Thank you. Lawrence O'Donnell. I know what people need. I'm not stupid. Someone's enjoying this. I'm going to shut the fuck up and not be afraid to let it breathe. Because you know I'm all about that bass, about that bass. No trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. No trouble. No trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. No trouble. No trouble. I'm all about that bass, about that bass. I'm bringing booty back. Go ahead and tell the skinny bitches that. No, I'm just playing. I know you'll think you're fair. Ah, fucking Chris Hardwick. Um, 
I can't <laughs> believe he makes you do that. Oh, my God. That's he goes, nobody wants to hear your dumb friends. I said, don't call my friends dumb anymore. <laughs> Pushes me up in front of a locker. Yeah, we were at the, uh, the, the gym at the, on the lot. And he <laughs> pushed you? Yeah, he comes by, pushes me. He goes, more jingles. Ugh. I'm like laying there. My lip got swollen. Ugh. He said, play a... Uh, Did he call you a nerd? <laughs> he goes, he goes, you know what he does? He goes, you're a nerd. And he goes, and not the good kind. And he hits my head against the locker. <laughs> not the kind my empire was built on. That's exactly what he said. I'm like, uh, uh, I can't breathe, Chris. I can't breathe, Chris. He goes, have another heart attack, you oh, fucking that wuss. out of line. I thought so, too. So you say it was? Yeah. Sometimes I think I'm overly is. critical. I, by the no, wuss, is wuss is not a good phrase, right? You should say you coward. This makes me not like him at all. Thank you. Thank you. He shouldn't do that, right? I wasn't sure because you know me. I'm very unassuming. You know those people? Oh, shut up. Shut the fuck up. And this is all because he wants you to play more jingles. He's, you know why? It's all about the bass. That's what he said. He did say that to me. Oh, well, that's no trouble. No, this is a true story. He said it's all about the bass. He said it's all about the bass. That's no trouble. During the war? Yeah. Hid. How to hide it. Yeah, it's all about the base. It's all about the base. coming out of the trees, I went, What? No trouble. No trouble. No trouble. Yeah, no trouble. Because you know what? No trouble. No trouble. No, no, it's all right. No trouble. No trouble. All right, everybody, here's what we're going to do. We want to say goodnight, and we're going to close with a song. And we went long tonight because I wanted to. Oh, just I have so many things on my mind. I'm so, uh, uh, so, uh, uh, you think people are, are, it is freezing in here and I love it. I fucking love it. My legs are like ice cubes. I've never been so happy. I think that's why I can keep going. As long as there's all the moisture taken out of the air. I want to live in a moisturous room. I just want it to be free. When there's no moisture in a room, everything's clear. You ever go to someone's house growing up or a nice hotel It's in the room's immaculate and the air conditioning's on and you come in and there's weightlessness? I know what I'm talking about. I'm not crazy. Keep staring at me. <laughs> Two George Carney staring at me. Everybody's staring at me. What am I, in a, in a, in a psych ward? <laughs> you're, not gonna, you're doing a joke, right? I'm not losing my mind. We, we oh, I know Todd, we wanted to talk to you as a group. What? I think, uh... No, no, what is it? You know what, we should maybe, uh... Er Aristotle, Aristotle what? Aristotle should say Is it. this an it's intervention? Me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I just spit all over everybody. <laughs> Wait, does, does this, is this an intervention? Do we just have a few things that we wanted to s mention to you. Well, now I'm nervous. And then manage them. <laughs> <laughs> and manage them. <laughs> Not just mention them, and me manage them. Manage all right, we'll go. Uh, so why don't you go, Aaron? Well, we, we saw that all your band-aids are gone. <laughs> what about my band-aids? I have... We were just what? curious where all your band-aids went. Well, hold on. Don't play the song yet, because that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to have him play this, but I decided not to. But I could have if I wanted to. Run, 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 run from oh, the band but Perfect I, I decided not to <laughs> because I want to know what the fuck he's talking about with band-aids. 
But you we can, can still know. run from the bit and after find no. out after this. The, let's find out. How, should we take a break and come back and t- run from the bit? No, let's. If we're going to run from the bit, we got to answer one question and then run from it. So what did he? Mean? You both knew what he meant by bandage. That's why know. I feel no, like I, I have no idea. I just thought it was a funny. Oh. Thing. <laughs> I thought you two knew. That's why I was like, wait a second. But that is funny. That's why we <laughs> well, all exa- gather. Oh, oh, okay. That does make <laughs> sense yeah, then. Okay. These guys <laughs> leave you hanging. Jesus, the minute well, yeah, like out of all things, it's it's not. We think you have a drug overdose. We know. You go through a lot of band-aids <laughs> So we, we called you here tonight Of course I get it Of course I get it Whoa! It's Harry Simon everybody On the The next thing you'll hear is us singing In the town Where I was born Sailed the sea, and he told us of his life in the land of submarines. We sailed into the sun till we found a sea of green. A sea of green. A yellow submarine, a yellow submarine, and our friends are all aboard. Many more of them live next door, and the band begins to play. Spicy podcast, Harris Whittles. It's you I like. It's not the things you wear. It's not the way you do your hair. But it's you I like. The way you are right now. The way down deep inside you. 
not the things that hide you, not your toys, they're just beside you, but it's you I like, every part of you, your skin, your eyes, your feelings, whether old or new, and I hope that you'll remember, even when you're feeling Now leaving Nerdist.com.